Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So this is my third live stream today. Went live at noon when the House of Representatives convened in order to have their, what was it, their fourth vote for Speaker of the House? McCarthy loses. Then they get their fifth. McCarthy loses. Then they get their sixth. McCarthy, McCarthy loses. And now, actually right now, we've got PBS pulled up because they are going to reconvene and once again fail to elect Kevin McCarthy. I'm, I'm having a good time. You know, a lot of these people, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Donald Trump, they're saying support support McCarthy. McCarthy's in the machine. If they're talking to Republicans and they tell Republicans support the machine, I don't care what the Republicans do. If you if you guys are a Republican and you want to support them, man, do your thing. Don't expect me to. That ain't going to happen. So we're going to talk a lot about that. We got a bunch of stories in that regards. And we got a bunch of other really crazy stories. One that I've wanted to talk about all day and you guys know it. Some guy got his face chewed off. So it's like the zombies are coming. There's a new variant, I guess. We talked about a little bit the other day. They're claiming, oh no, a dangerous variant is coming. And then we have... Uh, the U.S. is extending COVID vaccine requirements, vaccination requirements for uh, people who are not from here traveling in. So I think a lot of what we're going to be talking about, to be honest, is the House, because we're going to be tracking this live. So uh, we'll get into that. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member by clicking that Join Us button right there and support our work directly. As a member, you'll get access to our exclusive members-only segments, which will be going up. We'll have one of those tonight around 11 or so p.m., and uh, you'll get to watch our other shows, Cast Castle Vlog, Tales of the Inverted World, etc. And we got more stuff in the works. We are, we are not going to be stopping. We're going to be producing more stuff. And in fact, I think starting next week, I might begin doing a morning live show to produce my morning segments. The simple version is, while I'm pre- uh, preparing and producing these segments, I could just live stream it so you can see and, and talk and hang out as I'm pulling the segments and then I record them. And it just makes everything a lot easier for me. Makes it more interactive. So we'll see how it plays out. Maybe we'll do it. I'm, I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. So uh, for now, smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Hi Rez, the rapper. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I'm humbled to be you here. You want to grab that grab mic? microphone? Cool. There you go. Yeah. Appreciate you. I'm humbled to be here. Um, I'm a fan of the show and uh, I'm happy to be on, on the podcast. Thank you. You just had a, a music video. We actually just watched it. This is, this is fantastic. You got Robert, Dr. Robert Malone, J.P. Sears. <laughs> Uh, Ian Smith was in it. So this is uh, 2 plus 2 equals 5. Really good. Thank I you. Thought, I thought it was really good. It just dropped. Thank so, you. So uh, it should be fun. I don't know, man. Thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah, self-directed too, not to pat myself on the back, but uh, I've been doing this for a minute, and this is one of my favorite ones for sure. Uh, whether you like it, whether you hate it, whether, you, whether it pisses you off, whatever. I appreciate you guys checking yeah, it out. The so. song's hot. Thank you. That beat's nice. Thank you, yeah, sir. I, yeah, like your blue, I, like, I like your blue wig. Thank you. JP approved. Um, there's some funny clips of Dr. <laughs> Malone. It's not in this video of him adjusting my hair, and it was it was creepily amazing at the same time how was it working with malone he's like a hero malone's coming to my wedding malone's a good friend of mine yeah malone's like a mentor like great guy like anytime i see like malone like hate on the internet i take it personal because it feels like a family member to me that sounds crazy but like malone over the last couple years since i've known malone um it's like an uncle like malone is like a really good dude man like i've helped uh people work with malone i've helped and vice versa malone like anyone anything i need boom malone 
And um, I have a very small wedding coming up, and Malone and his wife are some of the people coming. We so. got to get Robert yeah, Malone and Post Malone together. That would be <laughs> Most people say oh, that, okay. man. That would be incredible. So I think I might be the bridge to that. I don't know Post, but like as a musician who somehow constantly gets Robert Malone in his videos, shout out Robert and uh, shout out his wife, Jill, as well. I would love to connect that. So. Right on, man. Well, thanks for hanging out. It should be a blast. We also got Luke hanging out. I don't know how I feel about the lipstick color you had there. But, you don't like it? But, but that's just me personally. My name is Luke Rudowski here of We Are Change.org. <laughs> and uh, Bill Gates is running around recently talking about how he's going to be vaccinate, vaccinating animals in order to change their genetic structure. Yes, and that's why today I decided to wear a shirt with his face on it that openly declares that Bill Gates is not a doctor. He's not a medical doctor. If you want to spread that word, too, if you want to spread that message, you can on thebestpoliticalshirts.com because you guys do. That's why I'm here. Thank you again so much for having me. Joe Biden's also not a doctor. Thanks for bringing that up, Luke, and reminding me that Bill Gates is not a doctor and that you got sweet shirts on your website. <laughs> um, uh, okay, if you want to carry that mic around with you, too, you can do sure, that I anywhere. Can do anywhere, what anywhere. I do. Yeah, all the time. I'm Ian Crossland. Let's keep rolling. Serge, you want to? Hey, what's up? Get I'm Serge.com. Yeah, nice to see a fellow musician out here. Let's take cool. it away, Tim. All, all right, right man. Serge. Here's, uh, we got the live stream pulled up. And I just really don't care what these people have to say. For, like, you know, it's like she's like reading some book or something. It's like, come on, dude. And the funny thing about the the past six votes is just all of the grandstanding, the smirking, the smug. You know what, man? Here we go. Here, so the the chair has examined the proceedings. What what is this? What is she going to say? I'll, I'll come to this in a second, and we'll, we'll we'll get the volume up. But here's the big story: sixth. Kevin McCarthy loses a sixth vote as the GOP struggles to agree on a leader. Struggles, simple, not McCarthy. And you've got you got uh, uh, there's so much, man. Crenshaw called the 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 resistors. He called them terrorists. Do you guys hear that? I thought yeah. that was. Uh, I thought that he called them something else, and and then someone else called them terrorists. Maybe. Uh, what's it? Kinzinger. Kinzinger. Kinzinger called them terrorists. Uh, that's what I heard. I was read. it Kinzinger, not Crenshaw? Yeah, that's maybe, what I heard. Maybe I, maybe I got it mixed up. Crenshaw did use a slur, though, if you want to consider <laughs> no, words think, like I'm that. I'm pretty slurs. sure Crenshaw said terrorists. Okay, I thought he yeah. did. It, but actually, I got to give the shout out to the Krasenstein brothers because I think they're the ones who actually tweeted it. And so I'm not gonna. No offense to the Krasenstein brothers. He says. Uh, Dan Crenshaw referred to the 20 Republicans against McCarthy as terrorists. You hear that? Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, Scott Perry, terrorists. Okay, well, you know, let's fact check that because uh, no offense to the Krasny brothers, but they're not the, the most prominent journalists, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. yeah, was it? I don't even know how to find this. What I When I read the tweet, it was Adam Kinzinger did a long thing, and at the end he was like, called them legislative terrorists in his tweet. And <laughs> then terrorists. Adam, and then uh, I thought that... Uh, Dan oh, Crenshaw booing. used a different word. I like the booing. Let's let's play it up. What, 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 what are they booing <laughs> over? We, I love the booing. I think the audio on the, on the they all should be booed. Desktop audio might be super loud. Uh, we're yeah. For I'm, what purpose does a gentleman from California fight? Fight! 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 Uh oh. What is this? Is anybody even there anymore? They just uh, made a motion. Guys have it. The yeas and nays are ordered. For what? Please go. I don't know. We weren't listening. We should do it. Nays and nays are requested. We got to do an IRL live from Congress. (laughs) A sufficient number have been risen. The yeas and nays are ordered. Members will record their votes by electronic device. Did we see what they were voting on? I didn't expect them to go to a motion immediately. Our government's a joke. It's like we're doing the intros and everything. <laughs> when hasn't it been a joke? This shit is so question. funny, dude. Like, the fact that this can just go into Sesame Street without anyone batting an eye is pretty hilarious. All right, here we go. A motion to adjourn. There it is. Oh. 
<laughs> They're going home. Welcome to the live show, ladies and gentlemen. Coverage of people who won't do their jobs. Those lazy bums get back to work. Yeah, of- but look, look, the nays. The Democrats are saying they don't no. want to leave. Come on. Well, they want McCarthy. No, no, no. Hey, the Democrats oh. plus the holdouts. If the if the Republican holdouts say nay. Then they ain't going anywhere. So they vote on everything. This is just voting to go home and sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Time remaining. Are we gonna sit here for we gotta sit here for you know, this oh, is the this wow. is the challenging thing about today. This is history. Yeah. It's the the last it was it's been a hundred years to the day that there has been something like this. Well, yesterday, when the House did not elect a speaker. Hundred years, nineteen twenty three. And so here we are again, and Kevin McCarthy has lost six ballots. Now they're trying to go home. What? All right. I, so if, if Lazy bums. And the World Economic Forum, by the way, just called this race last night. If you go on their website, you can look yeah, at their lie. member, Kevin McCarthy, and it says that he's listed as the majority leader of the House of Representatives wow. yeah, yeah, on no, the no, World no, no, Economic Forum website. House. Majority leader is the Republicans are in the majority, and he's the leader of the Republican Party. That's, that's a fact. Uh, officially. Uh, but, but still, it's interesting to see the World Economic Forum here. Putting uh, obviously, him on a pedestal. No, 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 I got to correct yeah. this. Yes, yeah. He's the majority leader, whether he's speaker or not. He's the majority leader right now. He was Doesn't the majo- he need to get voted in? No. So uh, it, that's an RNC thing. Majority leader means, all right, so the Republicans are in the majority, right? That means they're the majority. The leader of the party, GOP, is, is Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy was elected by the, by the Republican National Committee or whatever organization. So he is the leader of the majority. Speaker of the House is totally different. I'm seeing a bunch of people be like, the World Economic Forum says he's speaker. And I look and it says, it says majority leader. <laughs> He is. They won the majority. He's the leader of the Republicans in the House. You don't got to like him. You don't got to like the guy. But that's why everyone's marching in lockstep behind him. Right. Because he's just in charge of the establishment machine. So nobody dares go up against him. That's why they're calling, you know, Matt Gaetz, Boebert, and 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 the the Freedom Caucus terrorists. Mm. Yeah, to clarify on that, uh, Adam Kinzinger called them legislative terrorists a year ago. Oh. uh, A year and a half ago. So this Dan Crenshaw thing might be real. I just haven't seen the... The source. I haven't right. seen the actual tweet. In that so far, line. one Republican nay. Yeah. I hope the Republicans don't let him go home. Who, Matt Gates, don't let him go home. What's this movie like? It's um, 12 Good Men or something, you know what I'm talking about, where they can't leave until they yeah. have a verdict? The jury are, are they going to wait 12 minutes, and then at the end, everybody's going to say 40, like a bunch of people will say yay and make it, or a bunch of people will say nay. So oh, they, like, no, they want to make them think they get to stay in at the just, last minute. They're trying to go home. Yeah, it looks, it looks Well, they fine. probably weren't able to broker their deal. Right. We no, want Sesame Street. But look, the Democrats don't want to leave. I think that's hilarious. Turn it off. So what would happen if they don't leave? They got to they gotta vote. They got to keep And then if Kinsinger's not going to get it, which he doesn't seem to, what will happen? They He's, just keep voting nine times? Kinsinger, so? uh, McCarthy? Not Kinsinger. Yeah, McCarthy. They got to they, they gotta keep going until they get someone. And so there's, there, there are rumors that uh, McCarthy is going to try and talk with some Democrats or something's going to happen. And a lot of people are scared. They're like, oh, no. If a hundred and what, what, 108, 109 Democrats and 109 Republicans decide to come together, they can nominate someone like Liz Cheney. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Because that'll get them over the threshold for the vote. I just don't see that happening. That's crazy. 
But you know, maybe what am I supposed? Yeah, so what happens? Someone just changes their mind overnight, or they get threatened, or like, I'm gonna kill you if you don't. Like what goes, I think what goes on? I what think goes they're on? They're making deals between. That's days. the only thing. It's like so obvious where it's like we're gonna vote literally five minutes later, and now we change our mind because wow, how, like what what realistically happens in order for somebody to be like, I guess I changed. Well, my mind. so look, if they do a vote, and then you know I'm sitting here, and then they're like everybody votes McCarthy, and then I don't. Then it's like, okay, we're not going to go home. We're not going to get done. And you're not going to win. Just vote McCarthy. Some people just go, ah, fine, whatever. This is literally it, like something that can affect, you know, the, the everyday person. Like, I just want to go home and eat. So I'm just well, going to yeah, change been, my they've mind. Been here two days. But more importantly, it's kind of like, look, you're not going to win. And so someone might be like, okay, fine. Here's the crazy thing, though. Kevin McCarthy's losing votes. Right. He, got nine, he lost 19 votes the first time. Then he lost 20. Then he lost 21. He's just slowly losing more people. It's time for the McCarthy faction to realize they have no loyalty. It's only fear. Mm. And the people opposing McCarthy are the people who are voting on principle, saying we do not want an establishment shill who worked against the America First movement against Donald Trump, even if Donald Trump endorses him. Mm. I'll tell you what's really interesting. Donald Trump came out and said, everybody should vote for McCarthy. And Matt Gates said, sad. <laughs> Yo, Trump, Trump's retired. That, that, that's the way I'm putting it. I think Trump's coming out and endorsing him because he's like, just leave me alone. You know, just, just, just call off your dogs. Look, they raided his house. Mm -hmm. The feds kick his door in. I'm sure when that happened, he said, please, please, just stop. Mm. I just want to play golf. And they were like, <laughs> okay, endorse our guys, play ball with us, and you can. And I think that's what Trump's doing. But why is he running to be president of the United States then? Why is he putting himself out there? Why is he still he has on to. Truth Social? I don't, he, he has I, to. He doesn't have to. Or maybe what Tim's saying, maybe he wins and now he's a, nah. di a different person. He comes out with NFTs. I Look, I know that. he made a lot of money off I that. I bought a few. I made a couple bucks. But his ba like, right now, I'm seeing people, people have been super chatting me and chatting earlier and commenting that Trump sold out. Right. Supporting McCarthy. Uh, look, man, the media makes Donald Trump look like an Oompa Loompa. They, they, they brighten his face. They saturate it so he gets real dark orange. I've seen it, I've seen it in person. Versus and then he goes to those same journalists and says, I'm going to give you the perfect interview, the exclusive. You, you, can, you can report whatever you want. Like, why would you do that? Right. Kevin McCarthy calls him a Putin puppet. Kevin McCarthy blames him for January 6th. Kevin McCarthy works against Michael Kennett's. And then Trump's like, I'm going to endorse the guy who's trying, who's trying to ruin me. So you're saying that he's retired. He's like, I'm done fighting these people, you know? Right. You think it's more than like, retired though, right? Right. If you're retired, you just don't you don't do anything. So it's more than retired, what you're saying. But, I, you? but I, I feel retired like retired and controlled, retired and uh, blackmailed, retired and what? Because why would you even say anything? You know what I mean, mean, I wonder, I wonder because why do anything? So they raided his house. The FBI raids his house. Okay, it's not gonna stop. Yeah. He goes to them and says, How do I make it stop? And they say, mm. endorse us. And he goes, Okay. Would that you be blackmail? Yes, sir. Yes, if sir. he goes course, to them, no, sure. not if the government's doing it. The government can't charge itself, can it? Right. I mean, well, it I can, guess it can. Technically. But like, we investigated ourselves and found we did nothing wrong. But if I came to you and I was like, "What can I do?" and you're like, "Do this thing," and then I, and then would I be black? Would you be blackmailing me if I asked you what I should do? The government routinely goes to people and says, "We will drop the criminal charges against you if you do this thing for us." Isn't that funny? How they're allowed? I don't think they should even be allowed to do that. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a challenging thing to, to argue, but this idea of like, so I'm, I'm watching that movie Molly's Game. You ever see it? Mm -hmm. 2017. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yep. It's about the woman who ran the poker room. Yep. Pro poker skier. games. Yep. And a part of the movie is the feds say to her, we will give you all your money back that we seized. You will, which will, you know, you'll, it's $5 million we illegally took from you without, uh, unconstitutionally. We'll give it back. You won't go to jail, but you got to turn over the communications that you have with other people that aren't criminal in nature.
So these like she has communications with people about their family and personal lives. And they're like, we want all of the forensic imaging from your devices. She's like, no way. Like that's not even related to any crimes. Mm. And they're like, give it to us and you get your money back. For what reason? It was civil forfeiture. They stole her money. Mm -hmm. So the government does it. That's what they do. Yo, remember that story where it was like somebody was walking through the airport with fifteen thousand yeah. dollars and we took it. They just took it. Yeah. It's like what? I never heard that, but And it was like the, the cops are all smiling and the dog sniffed at yeah. the money and there's stacks of cash and it's like carrying money's not a crime, dude. Yeah, civil asset forfeiture is extremely disturbing. That if you have what is it? What's the you know what the limit is at, over how much amount of cash on you, and then all of a sudden the cops can just be wow. like, it's ours. It's ours. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's probable I think it's cause. Ten thousand dollars. They they consider it probable cause of a crime or something. If you That's, have a lot of money, well, they're supposed to investigate if it's related to any crime or not. But many police departments just keep it for themselves and then use it in their uh, budgets, and they buy themselves luxury vehicles and a lot of other things that are just uh, egregious. So yeah, I mean, uh, what else did you expect the government to do other than uh, conducting theft? That's pretty much what the government does all the time anyway. So, uh, you know. Well, well, hold on. It's not theft anymore. It's more like a... Redistri- no, 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 no. Hold on. It's like a... When, if the government were to take something from you, you could call that theft, right? Right. But what if the government takes your stuff, destroys it, and then prints money, which devalues your currency? Like, what would that be? Counterfeiting? <laughs> Like a real beatdown. Well, because like, here's the point. Modern monetary policy, modern monetary theory, they don't tax you to use your tax dollars to buy stuff. They just make money. Right. They tax you to control inflation because they're making money. Right. So they found a way to take money out of your bank account without you realizing taking money out of your (laughs) bank account. So is is that real? It is. It is a kind of theft, I guess. Right. Well, we've kind of agreed to it, unfortunately, by just yeah, well, by hold living on there, here. I don't know, so, you I don't might know, have agreed, agreed to it, yeah, well, especially when agree. you get pulled over by the police and 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 you cheering real. and hold you get on, all man. happy. It's but but no no no. No, listen, no one well, signed a social well, contract. Is, is no no no. no <laughs> hold on hold on. What we agree to is that we have a subscription service called government. That's what we uh, we quote unquote <laughs> agree to. By living here, the general perception of the American people is that you take a percentage of my income to cover the cost of roads and police. That's not what they're doing. They're creating money through modern, modern monetary policy and fractional reserve banking without you knowing, and they're spending more money than you realize from you. So we didn't agree. We, the people, through circuitous, circuitous means, they have created a system where they just create money, spend it however they want. Nobody agreed to give $1.7 trillion in this big right. omnibus spending bill. Nobody agreed to give Ukraine these billions of dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. They just do it. Yeah. yeah, taxation is theft, and it's a way to pretty if, much keep everyone in line in order to keep people poor and subjugated. You, you, you know what? You, you do a direct Democratic vote right now on sending funding to Ukraine, it loses. Really? Yeah. Period. For sure. There's, there's no way you walk. Here's, here's what we're going to do. How about we, we I, I used to do street canvassing. I go out in the street, the microphone, and I ask people to give me 20 bucks for Ukraine. Guess what? <laughs> yeah, you're not getting some, it. No, some people would. Right. Some people definitely would. But most people would say no. No, of course not. Liberals or right, right, or Republicans. They, they, they'd say no. Doesn't matter. Now, it really just depends on how good you are at selling. So, you know, we'll see. Because some nah, people would totally do it. I understand. But uh, let's, say, let's, uh, let's say not 20 bucks, 20%. Mm. I'll say this. How much do you make per week? And they'll say like, oh, um, you know, I work at Starbucks. I do 15 bucks an hour. Right. I get about 500 bucks after, you know, I, I, after everything. And it's like, all right, I want $150 for Ukraine. Right. They're going to say, no way, dude. Of course. No way. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not about what you asked for. It's about what we get to do. Mm. We get to take it from you. It's a privilege. Yeah, it's a privilege, mm. man. All right, here, where, where are we at here? On motion to adjourn. Oh, man. 32 Republicans haven't voted yet, 13 Democrats. 200 Democrats say, nay, 
No, no adjourn. Dude, I bet the one Republican voted no. So I bet far. the Republicans Republican are intentionally no. waiting just to screw over, just to make those people like they're like giving them hope, false hope, and then at the very end, like with thirty seconds, twenty seconds left, they're all going to be like, no, yeah. no, no, they're not going to vote. Oh, you know why? Oh, you you can choose. Nice have vote. it. You could not. You could not. Yeah, vote. it's not. No vote is is one of the options. So they just don't oh. vote, and the, and the Democrats take it, and that oh, means MD, you can't. They, no they don't get to adjourn. This is fun. Uh, they vote like, on everything. They vote on what everything. do you got? You guys want eggs tomorrow? Vote. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys looking for? Motion, <laughs> motion to get blimpies for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Bro, this is crazy. The eyes. I, this shit, the is, no, this shit no. is no secret, bro. Like, they get to talk to each other and almost threaten you in real life. Like, in real time. Like, the shit that we, like, talk about as conspiracy, we're seeing it right now. They're like, look here, you fucking, you know what I mean? They go right up to you right now. They're like, I see you haven't voted yet. Whatever it is. We're witnessing. Oh yeah, that. you're right. I, I've never seen this shit. Is my point? Is I, don't, I don't. I don't know if. if can if, they not um, intermingle before voting or no? They can, but you got 15 minutes. There's, n- there's no way each member knows how other members voted. I know if I vote and you vote and I go up to you and we don't know each other, and I say, "Look here, Tim." Someone's gonna kick me out that shit if they know that someone's uncomfortable. I think it's the chairs. Like they have a button, don't they, on the chairs? Something like. Yeah, it's an electrical button. No, maybe not because like are those that. chairs assigned? Are they assigned chairs? I don't know how that works, dude. You know what I think about Congress? I just think. It's full of people who are like, oh, better follow the rules. They told me I have to wear a shirt. No, I better wear a tie. Yeah, totally. I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like the worst kids you knew in high school, not like worse as in society, like we dropped out. And that's like, he's they're doing great. My friends that like dropped, they're doing great. But all the intellects, I feel like that's this. That's like, I'm better than everyone. I'm a genius. I'm intelligent. That's That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying these people all go in and they're like, but we have to do things this way. Oh, okay. Like, so but the pl- speaker says I have to do it. Like There's a handful of people. They're aware of the rules. And like Lauren Boebert yeah, yeah. brought her gun in, I think. And like Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't want to wear a mask. There are a handful of people who are like, get your rules out of there, man. It's right, so right. stupid. I understand. They're playing ball. But then behind the scenes, I, from what I know, they get drunk. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Correct. Just we got, we got a minute 15. It's a close vote. It's a close vote. Oh, minute 15 it's going to happen. Oh, they're all coming in. I knew wow. it. All the yays pouring in with a minute left. There's still six Democrats haven't voted yet. They want to leave. One of these sports leagues needs to step it up because, like, the fact that this is more exciting than any sporting event I've watched. <laughs> in here, yeah, someone say. needs to step it up, bro. Like, and I'm a sports fan. Are our public servants going to leave for the night? Yes. We got 50 you seconds. Take a side vote. Yeah. Side bets. 25 right. people yeah. still do. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Put a if, one in chat if you if, think they're gonna stay. If you go to like Hollywood Casino down the road, I wonder if you can bet on this. I bet, I bet you, can. you can. Yeah, yeah. I, bet, I bet if you go to the sports book, I'm sure you can sports. bet on everything. Yep. They got a C-SPAN, just a C-SPAN instance open. Everyone's watching C-SPAN. I, sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I was not. Do, you think, yeah, do they have? Sense. Do they have earpieces in? Are they like listening? to Thirty seconds. Like uh, someone in like a headquarters being like, "All right, we have forty-seven votes." The Nays have it by five votes with twenty-five seconds left. This is tight. So that means they'll stay. And they'll <laughs> like vote. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Oh, three, two, seven. All right. Four votes. What are the what Republicans are going home? Democrats Dude, today? Someone is on a power don't trip. Go right home. Now. What are we don't betting? Go home. I'm, I'm betting they don't go home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think my vote stay. is stay and do your jobs. It's yeah. funny that it's just so because close. Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes doesn't mean you get to leave. You stay until you figure it out. Can, can they? Uh, can they just do three, this forever? Two. Here we go. One. Happy New Year! It's a clown show. Oh, the nays have it. Nobody gets to leave. Wow. Good. Someone voted after hit zero. You can't do that. What? They're still voting. Doesn't matter. They have it. This is, this is the greatest government the, uh, in the world. What the mail in ballots are coming yeah. in. <laughs> That's the, the greatest joke ballots. ever. Still, it do, is. Do you it think is. it's this close by des- just by design or by like um, it's the Im- country, immersion? Like, so like, look, uh, they're still they're still voting. I don't know if the time <laughs> remaining actually matters. To be honest, either way, it's a clown show, man. It, look, <laughs> Whatever it, the question was, like yeah, yeah, is it like an emergent the mail in ballots, man. Like all the mail all the mail in ballots are rolling in now. So it's gonna take at least another week. I know, I know the time ran out for the election, but. 
absentee ballots are still going to be counted <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah. All night. It's going to take a while. I'm wondering. They don't leave anyway because no, they're going to count. keep counting. Keep I'm the, wondering yeah, if the like, Democrats are like, the total vote count is Republicans voting yay, I, 207. Democrats voting nay, 563,297. <laughs> Nays have it. The nays man. still have it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Trying to boost to get a little more. Nobody go home. I'm so excited. I would. I would love to bang the gavel. Member elect wish to change his vote. Oh, here we go. I want to go home. Oh man. No, there's a lot of changes. Get out of here. We are offering twenty dollar gift cards. Oh come on. No, they're clapping. Democracy manifest. This is great, man. Hold on. They're gonna go home now, aren't they? That's scandalous. Those lazy bureaucratic Beckys. They should have. They should have stopped the vote at zero. Some someone ran up to a bunch of four Republicans voted no. There's five no votes. Come on, guys. Two votes for stay. <laughs> Don't let them leave. This is good TV. Wow. Does anybody want to change their vote? And then they do. Okay, now we can go home. Oh, this is the American government. Whoa, Does whoa, anyone want to change? Wait, wait, wait. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah, They're booing. I'd be freaking livid if I was a Democrat voting no. Or anybody voting no on this. Like, this is life and death. I like how they took the, uh, the counter off the screen. Yeah. What's, what's going on? They're going home. They're going home. What's he doing? He's changing his vote. He's like the MVP for tonight. You know what? Like, everyone that wants to leave, leave. Let everyone else run the government. Right. Nah, for real. You think they give out like Send a... in the guy with the horns again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You think they give out a most valuable player tonight? Like a little MVP award? Yeah. MVP. That, a little that, like that final game guy ball? Yeah. Whoever, they toss whoever, a ball? Yeah. Hey, kid, catch. Yeah. <laughs> Very end. A little Nancy Pelosi shirt or so, bra? Hey, kid, catch. <laughs> Look at this stupid game. Yo, time ran out. They got to stay. So they get to leave. I um, still can't. I'd I'm like, like to pass a motion to not have to work tonight. I'm incompetent. What Agreed. does this mean? Can they leave? If they if they get yay, they leave. Like, now yay ha has it by two fourteen and oh, uh, two thirteen. Until by when? Now. By one. It's what post. number do they Come need? Come on, nay, nay, There's nay, no nay. There's seven people works. that still haven't voted. Oh, oh, seven people. Gotcha. Oh, sixteen. So you must vote. So you must vote. Yes, I think. so. How come the Republican holdouts are saying go home? Come on. Matt Gates said he could vote all night. He probably voted no. Sure, that's what I'm talking about. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We need people like Matt Gates with, with a lot of There's energy. Five votes Lock left. the doors, give them diapers. Let's make, let's you know let's fix this. Like it's suspend their pay. Yeah, old people that don't have the energy, and I'm not. I don't have hate towards old people by any means. People that don't have the energy to stay up past oh, nine oh. o'clock and work for, for no, no, eighteen no, I gotta, hours. I got to call shenanigans. They had fifteen minutes to vote. The timer ran out. The nays had it, and this is the this is how this is how it works. The rules don't apply. The time is meaningless. They're just like, well, does anybody want to change their vote? You do. All right, we can go home. Now then. that you know the final vote tally, anyone want to change it? Oh, 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 oh they're yelling again. I'd start blasting some, like, DMX or something at this point. If I this <laughs> Rest in peace, man. On this vote, the yeas are 200. 
On this vote, the yeas are 216. No, they're not, you liar. The nays are 214. Accordingly. Wow, what are your children? Dude, Congress is such garbage. It's cooler than the Super Bowl. C-SPAN the House sucks, stands dude. adjourned until Sorry. noon tomorrow. Oh, they, that, they cheated. Boring. Meanwhile, this, inflation is on the rise. This House <laughs> vote was was cheating. Yes. They ran out of time, and the nays had it. And then they were like, does anybody want to change their vote? And then a bunch <clears> of votes <throat> came in after the time was home. over. Yeah. Where have I seen do. that before? That's how they do it. I've wow. seen that. that was the first time I ever saw right, it happen in real time. By Ladies the way, you were talking about not offending old people. I think you're geriatric phobic. I'm just going to... You think I should I'm, just start offending them all? You should 100%, dude. I'm, 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 well, I'm thinking of my own future because I don't want to be 85 and people tell me not to run so for he's, office. So he's, and... he's uh, octogenophobic. I don't know what this is. <laughs> octogenophobic? At 80, 80 or over. Oh, 80 plus. It's really... Yeah. If you're 85 and you've had stem cells and NMN and your body is like the 45-year-old body, then I'm all about it. But if you get tired at 8 o'clock at night, get out of government. Get out of government. I, I think a lot of people can agree with that, man. Let's yeah. see where we're at in the prediction market after all this. Kevin McCarthy is the favorite to win. I bought 800 shares in Jim Jordan, and I'm losing all my money. Because I was just like, it's not so much about thinking Jim Jordan's going to win, but that the here, here's how the prediction market works. You buy a share in Jim Jordan for six cents. If something happens that makes it seem like he might win, mm. he'll go up to like 15 cents. Mm. And then you can sell the share and make money off of it. That's okay. how buying shares works. I don't. I don't think it's going to be Kevin McCarthy. I mean, I think there's a strong chance it it it, it will be, but I'm I'm not entirely convinced. I, mean, I, don't, this, I don't know what'll happen. This is an alternate timeline, so Trump 100% could be coming because everything <laughs> that has existed the last. I mean, 100%. Somebody, I, I fully believe someone time traveled, stepped on a butterfly, and uh, or a bug, and what we're living is 100% an alternate timeline. I'm a big Back to the Future guy, and uh, 100%. <laughs> I would, I'm not endorsing this by any means, but if I had to put my money on Trump, if uh, Rachel, if you're listening, can you put some money on Donald Trump? Because I definitely... He's in there. Look at this. Two, two cents. cents. You can make a lot of money. According Whoa. to what's gone on the last two years, anything that's improbable is possible. Do you think that CERN smashing particles is causing people to like manifest reality in more wild ways? The oh, fact that go. I know what you're asking is scary. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and the fact that anyone listening knows what you're asking is scary. So Everybody you, knows. Dude. So now here's the question. <laughs> Why do people think it's true? They, they, there must be something going on, right? Conspiracy theory 101. Rapid consciousness fluctuation, but the internet also is probably a bigger culprit yeah. in, in the reason for that. Internet video, the, the right. mass formation me, that comes out of that. Let me get, let me get a question. Uh, comment in the chat. One, if you want Donald Trump to be Speaker of the House. Comment one. <laughs> comment. I'm going to comment it, dude, because... I want to have some fun this Here we year. Go. Press, press number two if you want Ronald McDonald to be Speaker of the House. <laughs> I'm rocking One I'm or rock number two. And which three, one? I'm, and type per, in. For, for me, it's two. Three if you want Donald Trump in a Ronald McDonald suit no, 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 as no, no, Speaker no. of the House. Don't make it too complicated. Ironically, ironically Trump would vote Ronald McDonald. <laughs> That's like, So I think he would, he would this agree. Is, this is, you guys don't realize, this is 4D chess. And Donald Trump is going to be overwhelmingly ones. That's, that's right. Uh, everyone, he's going to be the unity candidate. All the Democrats and the Republicans will come together. The Democrats are going to be like, listen, if Trump's speaker, we have something to campaign against and fundraise off of. Mm. And the Republicans are like, we just like Trump. Like, how do you uh, align um, politically, Rez? 
Yeah, I grew up, um, whether it's right or wrong, I grew up, everything was a Republican's. I'm sorry, Mom, if you're watching, I love you. Um, everything was a Republican. Everything was Bush's fault. Everything was a Republican's fault. As soon as yeah. Obama, oh my God, a black man, I voted Obama. I had to. Well, liberal. Yeah, that's how I was. I grew up my whole life like that. And that's just how still who I am. I'm a very open-minded, loving dude. I, I think everyone has their right to live the most um, left as they, as they want as in their household or the most right as they want in their household. But in recent times with, uh, with COVID and vaccine mandates, um, people started telling me I was a far-right extremist because I was against mandates. And that was really the first thing that stamped it for me. It was never Trump. It was never Republicanism or conservatism or anything like that. And um, for whatever reason, just, you know, the left started calling me a racist right-wing fascist because I was against mandates, which to me was very liberal to be like, choose what you want. And I thought, I just, I found myself on like a strange side of events with everything I said, everything I tweeted, every song I made. And I ended up, I'm, I'm, I'm the only rapper that performed on the Lincoln Memorial. There was like 50,000 people. That's a crazy thing that I can say now. I'm blessed, thank God. But um, because of mandates and COVID and lockdowns and these events that I was performing at, I stopped performing in venues because of uh, mandates and testing and requirements. And I ended up performing in front of like doctors and I'm touring with like Malone and all these, it's, life is crazy, man. It's insane. So they said, uh, so you're saying high res for speaker. I pro anyone at this table would probably the people that Luke don't want to be in politics no. would do better than the people in politics anyone here who no, exactly. doesn't I don't want to be I'd rather someone who doesn't want to be in politics be in politics I want to point out everybody's everybody put ones in the chat supporting there, there Donald Trump for speaker no no I know I know from but, but, but like here's the thing there. people are commenting about Trump is he's he's endorsing Kevin McCarthy do you yeah. really want Trump to be the guy what about Ron Paul you know what I mean like if, if we're gonna start pulling names Ron Paul or Rand Paul I don't even know who Ron Paul is Ron, Ran, Ran, what? Yeah. Ron, Ron, are you serious? You got to leave Ron right Paul? now. We're kicking <laughs> yeah, you out. Ron is, what? Ron is Rand's dad. Dude, dude, he is the what? guy you got to know. I don't know. I'm not a political. No. I, I became political when I told me I'm an extremist. We should talk about Ron Paul. He's like the OG, the libertarian guru okay. of the day. And his son is Rand. Yeah, who, if you who, like Rand. He Ron, actually invented Rand Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Rand. I love, he, I just Ron posted Paul him manifested Rand Paul. I love Rand Paul. He's a doctor. With, yeah. with a woman. I love Jordan. Bush, I love Rand Paul. Just like When Bush stable. was destroying this country, one okay. of the few people standing up against him was Ron Paul. Wow, what a legend. From the Republican Party. 100%. And he ran for, he started to run for president in 2008. Luke, you said at some point he didn't make the ticket. Uh, I think did he did he try to get on the ticket and then he didn't get enough votes? Is that what it was? Well, he got cheated, especially when it came to a lot of uh, you know the way that the corporate media uh, reported on him, the polling, uh, the numbers. It was it was a rigged game against him from from the very beginning. But he got more support from active U.S. military service members mm -hmm. than any other candidate wow. uh, that was running in all of uh, in all of those elections. He made the debate stage and he did talk about a lot of ideas that resonated with a lot of people. But of course, he was uh, pushed down by the establishment and kind of pushed away from the general public as I, much as, as, as they could push him away. I just want to point out that Hakeem Jeffries has a lower predicted price per share than Elise Stefanik. Like, there's no reason to believe Stefanik would be Speaker of the House for any reason. And Hakeem Jeffries is actually in second place. And people are, are convinced he ain't going anywhere near that Speaker suite. Through this site, can I sell two Donald Trump tokens for a Hakeem Jeffries token? Like, can you trade... I don't know stock or whatever I these mean, are. You just you just sell you just, them out. You, you just sell them and buy, you, buy and yeah, sell. Yeah, you buy and sell. All right. U.S. currency. Ron I guess. Paul was like huge on uh, auditing the Federal Reserve when he was running, and people I think didn't really understand what that meant. So it was a hard sell, and and other people were like, "No, emotions. The first black president. You know, no more war. Like emotional stuff." And Ron was also extremely anti-war. Right. Anti-war for uh, you know for liberty for the First Amendment was pushing back against the national security state. Pretty much everything he warned about uh, has come true in the most awful, horrible ways. So uh, hey, look, 
Yeah. No, I was going to say, look at this. Uh, Ron DeSantis is the favorite for the GOP nomination. At this point, I agree. Donald Trump coming out for McCarthy, bad. These, these Freedom Caucus guys, Matt Gates, Boebert, saying no to Donald Trump. Think about how crazy it that, that is. A couple of years ago, you defied Trump. You were done. Right. Now Trump comes out and he's like, listen, Kevin McCarthy's the guy. And they're like, nah, sorry, Trump. Sad, mm. sad. I feel like he missed an opportunity to get back on Twitter. What's he doing? Like they gave yeah. him he's retired. a green light. He's retired. And right. he was just like, I don't no, I'm him. better than that. Dude, like, better than on. what? Dude? Even if well, I was he, him, he, I would go on. I would be like, come to truth. That's it. I, just go I am, tweet some shit. I am less than half Donald Trump's age, but I'm around half his age. And yeah. I can totally understand wanting to get the, away from all of this of stuff. Yeah, but it's then crazy. Stop, stop collecting money then. Stop and fundraising. Stop, campaigning. stop taking He's people's campaigning. money and be like, hey, whoa, I'm going to save you guys. On. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix the country. I'm going to do this for you guys. The man still wants his golden toilets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We saw his we saw his tax returns. You don't believe he's he believes his own hype. You don't believe that he genuinely believes he's going to win and he's going to run. You don't. Nope. You think it's campaign money and it's it's whatever. It's I the- think I think he's winding things down. My personal opinion, and I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Is you do not as an America First Trump candidate endorse Kevin McCarthy. You don't do it. Marjorie Taylor Taylor Green is getting roasted on on her social media for for repeatedly endorsing McCarthy. Every comment, you pull up her Instagram, every single comment is like, Marjorie, don't do this. Why are you doing this? For Donald Trump himself to be like, the guy who called me a Putin puppet and claimed I'm responsible for January 6th, yeah, I'm going to endorse him. Mm. Everybody's just like, what? Mm. There's, the, there's, you, that, that's, that's just like ending your political career right there. And it's a problem with the House as it's set up. Like Marjorie, in my opinion, if, if her constituents are telling her to vote a certain way, she should vote that way. The problem with social media is that it could be Chinese bots telling her to vote a certain way. So she doesn't know who her constituents are, which is why I look towards smart contracts. So like we could represent ourselves instead right. of Marjorie making the decision. So are you for endorse. smart contract voting? I would love to blockchain do stuff voting? like that. Yeah, I voting? want it like as, as like a third part. In addition to what we have, I right. want it on the blockchain so you or know. like on seven so blockchains. So it has to be close. I agree. And. Um, we could do like a smart country. So instead of like we have, what, 440 representatives in the right. House of uh, Representatives, we'd have like one representative, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has 700,000 constituents. Right. Why don't all 700,000 people put on a blockchain, yay or nay? Who do they want right. to support? And then that the winner of that sector will go to that It person. would be so easy, man. I don't know how many people know about this. I'm not going to tangent off. But KYC, you know your customer. So each uh, representative, we KYC, we know who's who. It's impossible. Even if there's bots and other things, we know which address comes from which vote. Right. We saw it in real time. And now we know what's real and what's not. And it's probably a lot harder when there's 80 you know, million people, 100 million people when we start talking to the hundreds of as far as citizens voting for a president, it's a different story. But as far as for things like this, we 100% could start that. And I know I've seen, especially with my fans, I've seen both sides of it where my more um, Republican fans are like, you're welcoming the new world order with central digital, you know, with any, they're scared of everything. Anything that's progressive, they're scared of. And then my more left fans are like welcoming it. Like it's like, it's delicious. You know what I mean? And I got, I got, I got to, I got to read this uh, Chip Roy quote. Will Staken says, Chip Roy returning to meeting with McCarthy and others, quote, I am open to whatever will give me the power to defend my constituents against this godforsaken city. What? Who said that? Chip Roy. I, I don't it's know amazing. Chip, Chip Roy's Chip. great. I got to look him up. Yeah, DC's a, a garbage town full of garbage people. Not yeah. every single person. I'm saying it's the politicians. I thought that Charlie, go. Charlie Kirk talking about decentralizing the RNC was really interesting. Taking it out of Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., moving yeah. it all around yep. the country so that if people want to go bribe their local authorities or their yeah, local Republicans, they got to fly around to do yeah. it and take a yeah, day yeah, off, yeah. two days of travel. And it's like you can't just pop over to K Street. I don't really know all the terminology around there. 
K Street's like a, a political street where everybody yeah, hangs yeah, yeah. out. Lobbyists. And then you got the steakhouses. You want to meet a politician, a lobbyist, go to go to one of the steakhouses in DC. What's that famous one? I think we ate there before. Didn't we go there, Luke, for a book signing and we met Bernie Sanders or something? A long, long time ago. Yeah. And then Bernie was super rude and mean. Oh, he was? Uh, he, he notoriously is. Uh, oh. This is why Tulsi decided to uh, endorse Biden because... Get out of my he, way, Luke. I want steak. And you were like, I'm, he, I'm he sorry. He was walking out. He was walking out. He, he's, he's super mean, super grumpy. Uh, yeah, he punched Luke in the face. Luke flew back 20 feet. Is that why you're not practicing self-defense? <laughs> <laughs> it was Bernie no. the whole time. That was no. a joke. That was a joke. No. Oh, yeah. What, um, you like Bernie Sanders? Um... He sold out. He he kissed the ring of power. He uh, you know has a brown nose from being up Hillary Hillary Clinton's. You know what? He uh, of course used to talk about the Koch brothers' plans. He's not talking about that anymore. And essentially, he's a career establishment politician that's playing the game. Um, and and the more the politicians play the game, the more obviously a lot of people lose respect for them, and rightfully so. If if you supposedly stand for one issue and are saying that you're going to help people with this specific issue, and then you backtrack on all of that because you want to make a deal for something else that's going to benefit you, sorry, you're a scumbag, you're a liar, you're someone that's two-faced, and that's how politics is played, and that's what a lot of politicians do, and this is why I'm skeptical of all politicians. Even when, when Ron Paul was running, again, I was even skeptical of Ron Paul, even said critical things of him because we didn't always, you know, agree, but but that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be questioning each other. We're supposed to be having the best ideas. Let the best idea win. But I think the more decentralized, the more honest, the more accountable a politician could be, the better. And sadly, we have the exact opposite of that. We have a system. We have a swamp. And even the people who are claiming to drain the swamp are becoming one of the biggest swamp monsters, a part of this larger, nefarious, sociopathic, insane pool of sass and crap. This is, this is, this is what I'm saying. If I was in Congress, I, I see a super chat where someone's like, Roberto Jr. would be a better speaker. I would legit nominate my rooster. Yeah. Like, here's the point. Someone's got to stand up and just basically say, this is a circus. It is a clown show. At first, they were just like, we're not going to vote for McCarthy. We'll vote for anybody else. And the first vote, they kind of vote randomly. Then Gates nominates Jim Jordan. Everybody votes Jim. All the defectors vote for Jim Jordan. Today, it was uh, Byron Donalds. I'd go up there and be like, dude. All I'm saying is I got this handsome ass rooster named Roberto Jr. He tall. And he will do nothing wrong. He won't he won't take your money. He won't steal the taxpayer dollars. He won't lie. He won't he won't argue with you. In fact, he won't say a single word to you. I'm going to vote for him. Hey, guys, put a five in chat if you want Tim to run for Congress. No. And a six if you Roberto want him Jr. not to. The, well, yeah, no, you got to get into six. Congress to appoint that's Roberto Jr. The people no. who don't want to be in Congress a, would do the best. That's what I'm talking about. Would 100%. you ever do Congress? No, put, put, a buck, would do the best. Put, a, put a buck buck in chat if <laughs> you think Roberto Jr. would be a better speaker than any other Republicans or Democrats. But my question isn't really, do you want to do Congress? Because I know you guys are all pretty much like, I don't want the power. I, that's how I feel. But would you? Um, it's, it's like such a strange question, man. I would never say no to anything. Except the obvious, I'm a straight well, let me, male. Let, I would be with my wife. So let me let me ask you the same question in a different way, Ian. Would you be willing to stand in full, uh, in a room full of swamp monsters who are going to beat you over the head with a stick for two years? No, <laughs> I mean I guess if we need and I, to. And I don't mean figurative swamp monsters. I mean like actual like you know swamp thing. Oh, Lord. and literally like getting beat you. in the head with a stick. So everything's literal. Nothing. How about here's a better one? <laughs> would you be willing? to let a swamp monster infect you with swamp monster disease to turn you into a swamp monster. 
I'm not going in, anywhere near in that. In order to try to it's save like, the world? It's oh, like that's a tough one. Play, playing Let Fallout the and then going into the, the, the crater where all the radi radiation and super mutants I've are. I've done right? it. I'm not, no, you played I'm, all the Fallouts? I've been there. No, it's not as not bad the as you two. think. Not the, 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 New the, Vegas? Yeah, the new ones. My yeah. favorite one. Yeah, you like New Vegas? Yeah, I think Fallout 3 was the best. The four, there's the giant cloud. Four is incredible. Three is the best. You can you can live in radiated wasteland for a little while, especially if you have a lot of rad X. Collect on some you. bottles. See a lot of fives and, some, uh, and buck bucks. Close they want you, Tim. But your answer, Tim? Yeah, I would. I would let my, I would let the darkness in because I think I'm strong enough mentally, just having gone through social media the last twelve years and burying my soul and getting ripped down and remember, then building myself back up. You ever see the Matrix when Agent Smith tries to infect Neo, and then like. He sticks his hand in Neo's chest and then Neo starts turning into a Smith, but then like all of a sudden re reverses it and then blows up Smith. That's what it would be like. Yeah. The DC Swamp would grab Ian and they'd stick it and he'd be like, oh, you're infecting he, me or am I infecting and then, you? And then all of a sudden, like we're watching the C-SPAN and, and everyone in the house is wearing purple bell bottoms and they're all like, you know, Dancing. talking about graphene. Um, who is it? Uh, <laughs> Uh, people are Graham running Hancock. and screaming and like the Ians are grabbing people and biting them and turning them into Ian. Graham Rick and Morty episode. Graham Hancock yeah. thinks every politician should do 10 heroic experiences with ayahuasca before they <laughs> take office. I think that's, while I don't agree, it's probably the most intelligent thing a politician's ever said. So. No, it's Graham Hancock. He's a writer. Okay. Uh, and the kind of an archaeologist. He's not an archaeologist, but he's like an adventurer. He should be a politician. Historian. <laughs> I, I would love people like Graham Hancock in office. Let he's, me, he's very great. Let's, uh, let's, let's pull, pull this story we got here from TimCast.com. Gates, McCarthy reportedly texted Republican who voted against him, quote, I am ready to fund an endless war. Now, the first thing I think when I see that is, come on, man, no way. Like, that's such a, that's such a, like, I hereby announce I am guilty kind of statement. You know what I mean? McCarthy apparently said, here, look at, uh, Gates said, McCarthy is losing it. He texted one of my colleagues who didn't vote for him, quote, I am ready to fund an endless war. I'm assuming this is an addition to Ukraine. But I wonder if what McCarthy was basically saying was, I'm so pissed off at these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they want to come at me. I'm ready to fund an endless war because these people oppose it. Uh, isn't that what they already have been doing for, yeah, for <laughs> since, decades? Since, since 2001. Before they, that, I imagine. And uh, the, the war machine hasn't really uh, stopped. It's been getting financed a lot. A lot of money has been printed. A lot of money has been devalued in order to uh, fill up the coffers of the military-industrial complex. So uh, his threat is kind of empty there because mm. they're right. already doing it. You know what I love, too? Apparently, when uh, Boebert, Gates, and the rest were like leaving the meeting like recently— they, they came out, I can't remember who said it, it might have been Boebert, that opposition to McCarthy actually increased. And that's what I love to hear. My attitude is like, if you come to me and I say, all right, look, I'll vote for you. Here are the things that I, that I need. And you say, no, I'll say, well, I'm not going to vote for you. Mm. Then if you threaten me, I'll be like, well, now I'm going to go advocate people vote against you. Then you threaten me again, I'll be like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure you don't win. I think that's where Matt Gates is basically at. Mm. Like, McCarthy spits in his face. You know what I mean? Could Matt Gates run or could someone nominate him? Yeah, but no one has. I don't know. I think the point is that he's saying it's like it's a matter of principle. It's not about him. It's about getting rid of McCarthy. Mm. You know, this is one of the most promising things. But let me let me show you this uh, this tweet from Charlie Kirk. Rep. Ro Khanna, he's a Democrat, says he's open to a coalition government with the right Republican as speaker with two conditions. No government shutdowns over debt ceiling, limiting subpoena power of the GOP. And there it is. What are the chances that happens? That I actually think might happen. They go to Kevin McCarthy and they say, we will get you the five votes that you need to win, but no subpoena power for the GOP. And McCarthy will say, deal. Well, no investigations, no accountability. What is that trading, that's like, uh, 
bribe? Is that a form of bribery? It's what they do all day, every day in Congress. It's called politics. <laughs> it's, it's also Scary, interesting man. to see AOC um, kind of meet with a lot of the Republican leadership. It, Has it looks, she? Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's been a lot of conversations that they've been having, that they've been documented having. And a lot of people are talking about a proposal that the two might actually come to an agreement with. And it's pretty much compromises. And Kevin McCarthy is really good on compromises. But uh, the, the base hates the compromises because I think it's fair to say that the Republicans have compromised a lot the Democrats don't really compromise that much. They really, they really essentially get to their way, and the Republicans kind of back them off just, just a little bit, just enough, just to make a little difference, just so they look a little different. But in reality, I, I think it's plausible. I think there's a possibility that Kevin McCarthy could make a deal with the Democrats in a way that could, of course, benefit the establishment. And uh, Good, so what? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. That's my attitude. So what? Make, make, make them show you who they are. Make Kevin McCarthy show you that he is with the Democrats. There you go. I, most people think he already is. But make him show every single person. Just, just, just get that. Because there's no point in just giving in. I'm seeing so many people be like, oh, no, if Kevin McCarthy doesn't win. You're going to get a Never Trumper or a Democrat. And I'm like, isn't Kevin McCarthy a Never Trumper Democrat? Like, I, I, I don't know the difference between what he represents and what, like, he was, he was nominated by Liz Cheney. Okay, I'm, I, I just do. I don't see it. I really don't. He's going to he's he's been pandering for the past couple of months. But apparently the Freedom Caucus people proposed made, made proposals that were not unreasonable. And he was just like, no, I don't need your votes. And then apparently they've come to him and asked for concessions. And he's like, no. And now now apparently the talking point is that he's claiming that or, or what they're claiming is Gates and others wanted guarantees to be on committees or something like that. And I'm just like, I don't care. I don't like Kevin McCarthy. There's no reason for me to ever support anybody like him. I just don't care. So I'm going to sit back and I'm going to laugh every time he loses. Mm-hmm. Now going on six losses, going on seven, seven, yeah, seven coming up soon. Right now. Yeah. There you go. He's going to have to go to the Democrats and beg. And then I want the entire, the entirety of the old school Republican party to be like, why is he negotiating with Democrats? Mm. See how he does. Yeah. Otherwise, what happens? You think that Kevin McCarthy is actually going to empower any people, any of these people to do anything legitimate? No. I'm surprised people are actually saying that. You think there's any hope for like, I mean, now that I know who Ron Paul is, I know who Rand Paul is. But there's any hope for like, um, you know, these these independents, these green, these these dissenters. Like, in my opinion, where we are now, it's 100% grown. The fact that I'm here and we're all here and we're chatting, like none of us, in my opinion, I don't know who your history is, but we don't seem radical in any direction. And the fact that that has grown, it's, it's never existed. You know, before it was like, what, all I remember is Ralph Nader. That's the only person I remember my whole life growing up. That's the only name that rung a bell for Green Party How old or you? something. Um, 29. There's Ross Perot. So I don't know. I don't know who that is. But I was yeah, never into anything. He ran yeah. against Bill Clinton. Yeah, okay. 92. And they say that he split the vote, allowing Bill Clinton to win. That basically it was, it was Bush, Perot, and Clinton. Mm-hmm. And then you got moderates and Republicans split between Perot and wow. Bush. So it's so, been a significant enough percentage. Yes. Yeah, Perot came in. He's like, let me tell you something. And he'd have like a big, no, that was Jim Carrey, but I think he, like, <laughs> he was like an economist. It was what was the percentage of this specific election? Oh, I don't know. You want to pull it up? Yeah. I'm curious. Um, the vote. It, it, you only need like 1%. Right, to make an impact. Yeah, yep. yeah for sure. 
And so what I heard was that he was a business guy and he was attractive to politically to more moderate individuals. And then Clinton wins. He won over 19.7 million votes for 18.9% share of the popular vote. Wow. wow. And then apparently George Bush Sr. lost and they blamed that. And then what was, I, what was the other percentage? What was it for uh, Clinton? <clears throat> Let me see if I can. I'm going to have to look into that. This is the Just most significant the, Green It was 1992, right? Yeah, yeah, this was 92. So that's when I was born. You said you were 29. So 29. we're, we're 93. like... Yeah, yeah, we're like right on the edge. This is really the most significant Green Party vote of all time? or no? This guy? Or no, you have no idea? This is the most significant Green Party vote? Uh, just, Ross Perot. He this, ran independent. Just third, so this is the most significant independent party? Yeah, yeah, third party. Teddy Roosevelt won as an independent in 1908 uh, or something. The Bull, Here, Bull Moose Party was what he called it. Yeah, here it is. 43% for Bill Clinton. If if Perot did not win, I, I don't think Clinton could have won. I don't think he would have. He may, he probably would have done better because obviously some Democrats wow. did vote for Perot. But Perot likely was, 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 as an independent, got more Republicans. But I'm looking at the electoral votes, which really is all that matters. The popular vote's not really relevant. You think independents That's are true. ever... That's true. I know this is not a conspiracy, uh, you know, uh, driven uh, No, but, but, but it's, it's not. But think about this. In, uh, let's grab a random state, let's say, uh, uh, I don't know, Iowa. Right. Bill Clinton wins because George W. Bush didn't get enough votes right. to win Iowa because Ross Perot got a portion mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. So it, it matters. So does, you know, do Democrats send in a Ross Perot in these scenarios? Like, does that exist? Is that possible? It's not, of course it's Trump possible. was their Pied Piper candidate. He they said in 2016 that, you know, support Pied Piper candidates like Donald Trump and others so that people go and support him and they can't win. And then mm. Trump won. Just and I think. think that's one of the reasons Hillary was so mad. She's the one who was trying to prop him up. Right. They tried the same strategy again in 2020 and it like half worked. Right. They were, they were, the Dem- Democrats were funding the messaging of Trump Republicans, hoping that it would, it would, it would spike the election and force Democrats to win. Yeah. Or, I, I, it maybe worked in some place. I think ballot harvesting was the real trick. Like I'm friends, uh, you know who Spike Cohen is or no? Yeah. So yeah, he's I'm, been on the show. Okay. I didn't know that. So I'm, fr- I'm friendly with Spike Cohen and like, I, like he, perfect example. Like he's not, he's not some agent sent in to take away votes from whatever, but like historically it's totally possible to be like, Hey, like we know you're not going to win and we know you're more conservative and like, you know, people leaning right or more on the fence left. They don't really care. So we're going to pull away votes from one party significantly. Yeah, that's possible. hundred percent. I think it's probably why they intentionally don't give media attention to a lot of third, fourth, fifth party candidates. I don't really like saying third party candidates because that only implies there's only going to be three. There's should be lots and lots of political right. parties. But I think there, there are lots of the media is afraid that if new candidates get in, that stuff will get all split up and you'll have another Abraham Lincoln. Because they're always leaning a certain way. You know what I mean? Me, me and my fiance, we always talk about like, like you could be libertarian, like which is what I always... Like I always call myself that. And she's like, you're just scared to call yourself conservative. But in general, my point is, is like someone leans a certain way, like a libertarian who leans left or someone who leans right. So eventually someone's going to someone's going to pick when it comes to a certain topic, no matter what. They're going to be more liberal or more conservative. There's no such thing as I'm more of the middle. You pick on every single subject, even if you are more being more of the, in my opinion, being more of the middle is you are a la carte. You're not just like an establishment person who votes regardless, no matter what. You're like, hey, I think this with abortion and this with 2A and this with blah, blah, blah. And that's how most people at this table are is like, hey, like we pick a la carte and like huh. what makes sense versus like I was told I have to vote this way every yeah. single time, yeah, no matter know. what. You know what I mean? So it's like. We talked about the value of taking R&D off the tickets so you don't know what party you're voting for. I said the same thing. Then you'd be voting for names and people would change their name like right. Buzz Lightyear. And they could and like lie. Be like, oh, this lightning is... Storm and stuff. Of course, John could, Democrat. Yeah. We could build someone in when we now decide this is what they like. Let's put someone here. So you're right. It's... I mean, that strategy would still work right now. Right. It's just not easy to change your name. It actually is quite difficult. Maybe you could say I was watching uh, Nathan For You. You guys ever watch Nathan Love For You? Love him. He did that thing where it's like he was trying to get a guy to change his name and you have to like announce it in a newspaper for three weeks. So he made a fake newspaper. 
It was actually pre- it was pretty clever. I guess it worked, you know. But it's not <laughs> you, easy to change your name. You could do that and then just force them to use their name from back in the day, but then you get into dead naming, and I don't know how that culturally l- plays these days. Ross Perot ran again in 96. He got 8% of the vote, and Bob Dole lost. Bob yeah. Dole. I loved Ross Bob Perot. Dole, I really okay. wanted Ross Perot. He, he seemed like he was going to do good stuff for the U.S. I don't know. I was a kid. I was like 12 when he ran, but... Okay. It was definitely. It was nice to see someone talk about something other than politics and like right. I'm in gonna politics. do this. I'm gonna in do that. Politics. He was like, if you can look at the economy and he pull out these charts while he was campaigning and like show people economics and stuff. Okay. It was really, really nice. And this is the first time I heard this name, man. I'm whether I'm young or just an idiot. I don't know politics too much, but that's that's I would 100. Uh, he had Ross Pro. You got my vote. Yeah, Ross. <laughs> then you Ross. go into 2000 where Al Gore actually won the popular vote, mm-hmm. lost the electoral college. That was a wild election year. You guys yeah. see, obviously seen the South, uh, Al Gore South Parks. That was like the extent and then the of my two Al- distant Never? cousins. Your whole life? No, Man, I don't know. Oh, Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig. Yeah. That oh. was the extent of my knowledge of Al Gore because I was so young. This was 2000. Everything was George Bush, 9-11, Iraq. Like I was a young kid. I'm like 10, not even eight. And like the all my extent was like South Park <laughs> Al Gore. That was yeah. the extent is, of yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I just jumped to 2016. This is actually hilarious. Hillary Clinton got three million more votes than Trump and lost. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad, lady. Thank Trump God knows. it's a republic. Trump got, I yeah, think, something like 77,000 votes spread across three states, which got a more, enough electoral votes to win. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is allegedly the next ticket, p- potentially. Like, people are saying this. People Hillary are saying, Clinton. People for, are saying this is, like, extremely plausible. This, this I don't prob- think so. Uh, what, Michelle Obama? I don't know who. Then who? Yeah. Michelle I mean, you're, I, it's a good point. Democrats don't have anybody, but I don't even think Trump's going to do it, to be honest. You think it'll be DeSantis versus Michelle Obama? That, yeah, versus, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I think Trump will go. In the, here's, here's my prediction. And uh, please, please bet against me because I'm probably wrong. But I'm just saying I think there's a decent probability what we end up seeing is Trump goes in the primary. Trump narrowly loses the primary, but then claps and cheers and says DeSantis is going to do a good job. I'm going to get behind him. And that's how Trump is winding things down. Because the things he's done have been very, very weak as of late. Mm-hmm. I am not convinced Trump is serious. Look at Trump 2016, calling Rosie O'Donnell a fat pig or whatever. Right. Yeah, he's not doing any of that. And even his most ardent supporters said that his announcement speech was very weak. Mm. But his 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 endorsement, whoever he endorses, is going to make a huge huge impact on the election, no matter what. Maybe I kind of like the idea that he runs against DeSantis and then graciously says DeSantis is the guy, and then he has yeah. he becomes a hero, like a a lore hero with his fan base. Everyone forevermore. wants that. Everyone wants like a, first of all, a ticket together is never going to happen. I imagine every every no. Republican wants a Trump DeSantis ticket. I don't think it's ha- that's like an, a ridiculous ticket. It's guaranteed it's, win. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Here's, you guys don't understand. Like yeah, I've seen what what Trump's been up to within the last few years. There, right. There's no way. Here's what's going to happen. I, there's a lot of ego there i don't see it trump's gonna start campaigning very heavily and then just in the in early 2024 in the full swing of things or i should say whatever whatever point right before the, the rnc I don't, when is that when is the rnc's uh summer of 24 trump will be walking down the street with uh, some reporters when all of a sudden he hears yelp yiping and yelping and there's a burning building and he says i hear puppies and he's going to run in, and then he's going to run out covered in smoke and singed, carrying a box of puppies. He's going to put them down and say, you're safe, little ones. But I'm too injured to run for president at this point. I must. I have no choice to endorse Ron DeSantis because saving puppies at my sacrifice. 
so that's a, that's a good um, something do, like. Do that. you think his VP choice can can change your mind, Tim, or anyone's mind listening who who maybe agrees? You guys are drinking a lot of Kool Aid. I just want to say this <laughs> for a fact. I'm serious. Dude, who's you guys? We have we have opposing opinions, right? I think Trump will run, and I think that, and I think he, he potentially could win depending on his VP candidate. I think people bring up Tulsi Gabbard. They bring up a million possibilities. Mm-hmm. I know it's to, uh, forget who I just said. My point is, is like that VP candidate can totally change an election. Tulsi. I'm not. I'm not completely. I'm not saying like. I'm at this point, maybe like 80, 20, 80% DeSantis, 20% Trump. There was a period, you know, I went back and forth earlier in the year. Last year, I was like, maybe DeSantis. Then I saw Trump want to fire everybody. And I was like, I'm leaning more Trump. Then people like uh, Carl Benjamin from Lotus Eaters was like, Trump's got to finish his narrative arc. He's got to get back Mm. in. And then I was like, okay, I like that. And then people were like, and then you get DeSantis an opportunity for, for you know, eight more years or whatever, which is mm-hmm. hard. This hard is to, what I've heard, yeah. Maybe, maybe not likely. It's like, that's a crazy thing to think, 12 years of Republicans right. or whatever. But now we're at the point where like, you know, Trump is endorsing McCarthy for one thing. Trump is is uh, selling NFTs. And I'm just like, this is not, this, this guy, look, in 2016 and 20, he was serious. Right. He's not serious anymore. Mm. I think, I think he's an old man. And I mean that with all due respect. I think he's just thinking to himself, I have fought a very, very hard fight. And now I just don't think it's there anymore. His daughter's he has a, out he, too. He has a history, though, of, of, of getting in a lot of swamp monsters. So this is not his first swamp monster that he right. endorsed. So this is not odd. This right. is not, you know, totally different Trump here. This is the same Trump that, that put, of course, John Bolton in power, that put Fauci in power, that wanted Bill Gates as a science advisor. So this is not out of the norm. So it's not like, oh, no, he's doing... He, he, Being he from did, Florida, he didn't really change. I, like, I, obviously, I love what DeSantis did for. I think the only reason DeSantis got any sort of base, aside from Trump, you know, endorsing and saying, "Hey, he's a good guy," was COVID and the way he handled Florida and like, like life was good in Florida. And when I would go to DC, they called police on me for eating at a restaurant. Like, like it was drastically different in every state. But um, you guys have heard everything. What's your opinion on the possibility that? Um, DeSantis is similar to a Bush. Is that possible? Is that possible no. at all? It's impossible. Like he's a war hawk? It's not, yeah, I, is that possible? It, it, impossible, I, so. I would say, is is it likely? No. But it's not It's not yes or no. It's not black or white. Right. DeSantis will probably do some things that will piss people off. But I think he's already shown, he's done a lot of things that have really, really inspired people. And he's been he's been commended for. Mm. So his, 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 he, he has done so well in Florida that... Florida has like the highest rate of of immigration into the state. Right, hundred percent. California's being drained. Right. I don't like judging the guy before I know him. But what? But what about you, Luke? Judge him for me. What do you Who? think about Ron DeSantis? Do you think he's a war hawk? Uh, you you you, be, you have to be critical of everyone. Um, right. you, you you never you never put all your eggs in one basket. You never prop up any man above yourself. Uh, that's number one. So never give any politician the benefit of the doubt. So let him prove himself. Let's see what he does. Let's see what he says. Let's ask him some real questions. Uh, there are some bad people surrounding him, which we should be critical of. Uh, but he's in the, his he's in the dialogue. He's making big moves that, of course, are making uh, national discussions, especially amongst wokeness, especially what's happening in schools, especially what's happening with the vaccines. Those conversations wouldn't happen if it wasn't for him. So th- therefore, overall, those conversations are good and a net positive. Do you, do you think Donald Trump low- is not being a part of the conversations. He is selling nfts and he's not on twitter <laughs> we had an argument here on this show before i was like trump's not going to be on twitter you guys were screaming at me like he's going to be on twitter and i'm like no he's not <laughs> that's not what that. i said i said he yeah. has to be on twitter. he has to but i, I said he, he there's a big chance he won't sure sure and he, sure. and he hasn't been. and that's why another reason i think he's retiring 
he is not getting back into the fray. I mean, if he was retiring, he wouldn't have been running to be president of the United That's States. That's not true. I, I just, just don't can't, see it. He can't just stop. He's got to wind things down. He's got to work out deals with the intelligence agencies after they raided his house. He has to negotiate something, and that is a transfer of power. Yeah, I was just looking at my mm-hmm. copy of Art of War last night thinking about Donald Trump. Like, he's all about business, dealings, yeah. lying, and then doing what you don't expect and all that stuff. He's really good. So he might he might pull a, I'm running. And then he goes in the primary. But, no, but then he goes in the primary. He generates a ton of attention and then directs that energy in, in somewhere else or endorsing Kevin McCarthy to me is an indicator that the deep state went to him and said on your knees or we come after your family and he said please please spare me oh, I mean it could have been the same thing with Fauci could have been the same thing mm. with exactly uh, with yep. that war criminal what's his name um, John Bolton so they raided his house and he probably went please please I just wanted to stop and they said then endorse the then endorse the deep state and he says anything you say master Ooh. Ooh. He got so said, I will term. do anything you I don't say. Want, I don't want presidents in for more than one term anymore. I'm getting tired of that. I don't, I don't know. In Israel, they have getting... one year. 360, you can't do anything. Well, how's Netanyahu? I mean, year? I mean he, one for 20 year. years then. He it's could be compromised. I like them, I guess. Uh, and this he, is fake. I don't know. There's, there's a possibility. Let's be real, real here that Trump could be compromised. But, but if he is so, I think he still should be held responsible for every action and every move. And it shouldn't be used then as an excuse for the actions he's making, especially endorsing Kevin McCarthy. Right. Let's, let's uh, jump to a completely unrelated segment. Here we go from the New York Post. Joy Behar rips heterosexual men for supporting tackle football. I just, I, I just, what? I got to hear it from Joy's mouth. So first of all, hold on there a minute. Is she, she's saying that gay dudes don't like football? Like, I don't think that's true. I don't think your preference has anything to do with whether you like a sport or don't. Yeah, no, I know plenty of gay guys who love football, so that's. But you know what this is all about? This story is because a dude got tackled and his heart stopped. Right. Yeah, and so what they're sure. trying to blame is that he got tackled. Wait, uh, correction, the dude tackled the other guy. Right, right, right. right. Man right. Made the tackle. It wasn't yes. even him, right. Correct. Hot. Yeah. Good D- job, D- Demar. 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 He, Demar. He tackles a guy. And then uh, what are they calling it? Uh, Camacho Cordis? Yeah, Commodio Cordis. Commodio Cordis. Commodio Cordis. So well, my understanding of that was, because we talked about it the other day, is that when a kid, a young adult gets hit by a, a baseball or a puck, they can... Like 90. Yeah, it hits their heart at the right moment mm-hmm. and can cause a disruption in their heart heart rhythm. Mm-hmm. That is not the same as someone's someone who's twenty four just having their heart stop because they fell on the ground. Right, and they like have, a routine tackle too. I think it was the doctor Victory. What's you know her first name is? She goes on um, Doctor Drew a lot. Victory, Doctor Victory. Oh, I think that's her last name. Uh, but she was saying, I mean, that's why they're padded up. So they've right, never right, seen. Right. I think they might. She might have to say they've never uh-huh. seen Camocio Cordis in football. I don't have you guys ever heard. I don't know for no. sure, so don't call me on that. But I mean, they say it's all one in two hundred million. If you, you remember, you chest plates. Sorry to stuff. cut you off. If you remember, um, Will Smith did the whole movie, and the whole thing was CTE. The whole thing was brain, 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 brain. Like you, you're, you're familiar with what I'm talking about. Or what no? movie? So Will Smith. This I don't remember what it was called, but Will Smith. They they produced the whole movie, and the NFL hated it because it was like uh, showing the reality of CTE oh. and like NFL players banging their heads around. And now all of a sudden, their hearts are exploding. Forget CTE. Forget your brain. It's a total different part. So like, why can't we talk about how the NFL was discussing CTE? Every day, every month, every year, brain, 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 brain. Now we're seeing athletes just drop dead. It's not their brain; that's their heart. So it's it's a yeah. totally different. Thing. Let me and let the me, doctors let me, let me read this. They, they, they were saying there's 29 deaths per year in athletics, right. and now there's like 1,600 like or some crazy number. 1,101. Let wow. me let, let me read this from the New York Post. The View co-host Joy Behar hit conservatives and heterosexual men on Wednesday. Are you kidding? 45 percent of Americans think that tackle football is appropriate. Heterosexual men voted the most support for kids doing football, and conservatives were more likely to support youth tackle football, just saying. 
Yo, are we really? We're, we're going for sarcastic ball. It's you guys so remember that? Yeah. South Park. They were like basketball, sarcastic ball. Yeah. They were. It was like they played with balloons. <laughs> yeah. And they had to wear bras. Yes. And they ran around. This is this is this <laughs> coming, we're coming get. soon. And uh, soon, I, I, you know, wait until she finds out about That's boxing. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see her reaction. Like Every, MMA. Everything <gasps> is polarizing. I remember when they, um, like six months ago, they were like, if you work out, you're more conservative. I was like, even if that if is not true, why are we you're more run- likely to get into a car accident? Like, why? Yeah, that was yeah. crazy, <laughs> man. That was crazy. <laughs> Imagine believing this stuff. Like, yeah. okay, hold on. Let me just tell you. It is probably true that if you are unvaccinated, you're more likely to get in a car accident. Why? Because people who live in lockdown cities are more likely to get vaccinated because of vaccine mandates, less likely to drive. Yeah, people who live yeah. in the countryside, not around people, less likely to get vaccinated, more likely to drive. So they're doing this spurious correlation mm-hmm. of that, that is parody worthy. But there are people who genuinely believe that and okay. fear like, oh, no, I might get in a car accident unless I get a booster shot. I have a total opposite and, and hopefully we don't get shut down for this. It's not misinformation. Uh, knowing Malone very personally, he told me over a year ago, he said, hey, you know, being the uh, create somewhat of somewhat contributing towards mRNA, he said he's like, there's going to be this was over a year ago. He said there's going to be athletes, there's going to be car accidents, there's going to be all these things from people who are reacting poorly to a vaccine. And I couldn't believe him. I was like, I don't believe so. So I feel that this article that you're referring to is the opposite. It's to deter you from maybe more car. Maybe that's real. Maybe more accidents. It's like which which article? The car accident one. The one that you're discussing. That oh, unvaccinated more car accident. Blah blah blah. To kind of deter you from the true fact that potentially could be real. If assuming Malone is right or wrong, that if you you he, he was saying that you have a heart attack at the wheel. He was saying that you have some sort of thing that is uh, connected to this. That it's like now you can't drive. Now maybe, can't. maybe, but here's here's the deal. We have one. Th- so I think it was um, uh, Corey. What's his first name? Peter Corey. Pierre Corey. Pierre Corey. I know Pierre, yeah, DeBrogan's doctor, right? Is that his name? He said, oh, uh, it, he was the one, he was, on, he was on Tucker the other night, and he said 1,101 deaths uh, from like, you know, heart-related things for other athletes. I think that's, I think that was that's McCullough. Was. That was McCullough? McCullough, McCullough was McCullough, on yeah, last night. He's the heart yep. doctor. Oh, okay, sorry, yep. sorry. That was McCullough. He's McCullough. a cardiologist. Yep. So you got to put that in perspective. If, if they gave out 400 million vaccines and we saw 1,000 people die, that's a very, 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 very small of course, percentage. Of course, of course. But is it's that the reality? Large, is this what we know to be? But those are the numbers being documented. How many right, of those right. numbers are not being documented? No, for sure. And for, sure. for, for the United States to still use the VAERS system, right. an outdated system that is extremely complicated and convoluted to even minutes. fill out, it, 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 it absolutely makes no sense at all. So obviously, we, we should be doing more reporting. We should actually know the data. We should actually see what's going on here. We should see the results right. of the of this larger medical intervention. We're not seeing any of that. We have a lot not. of nonsensical hyperbolic dribble by Joy Behard talking about <laughs> uh, masculinity being a big problem here. Obviously, a hot take from the corporate media. Testosterone bad. Gee whiz, who would have thought just that? Joy and uh, Andrew Tate just got to fuck it out right now. Sorry, can I curse on this? I'm <laughs> no, after, you're not supposed to. After, after 15, 15 seconds. seconds. Going off. They just, they just, I'm <laughs> sorry, you should have told yeah, me. This is a family-friendly no, show. They only demonetize in the here. first 15 seconds. If you swear in the first 15 seconds, they'll, I think they demonetize the video. It's a scale, like, actually. I oh, think Joy, no, yeah. but for the national conversation to be about Joy Behar talking about the problems of masculinity and not what's really going on here and not people asking questions why are people dropping de- uh, you know you know dropping dead here suddenly that, that, that to me is the biggest travesty of injustice here because when you're on a national television you know you have a duty to talk about all the important stuff you're right. just literally reading from the same script le- reading from the same agenda men bad balls bad testosterone bad i mean come on do you think it, she it's believes getting, this it's, it's getting or do you think it's an agenda it's getting think, tiresome it. it's it obvious it. i worked i worked in the same building as these people i used to take the elevator down there and i'd see like whoopi goldberg Right. When I worked for a few And they believe the, the things they're They believe spotting. all of this, dude. They're not smart people. They don't read. Right. They sit down and they're like, what's the news? And then someone's like, uh, 
a football player got tackled and died. Whoa! Can you? And, then, and they sit down and they do a show kind of like this, but without actually pulling up source material. Mm. So they'll go, I heard that Donald Trump said he liked white supremacists. And they really believe Wow. Yeah. They all they, believe they, it. Tim, they do read, but it's the teleprompter. Right. right? Yeah, and and right. it's like, what lines? What, what, what do we have to say today? Okay, got it. You know, this I, show I wanna, brought to you by Pfizer. I want to push back on what you're saying, Luke, that people aren't speaking up about it enough because I think they are now. And I've, especially Dr. Who? Trupinski. On the corporate media. No, well, YouTube, which is corporate. Google owns, mm. you know. But uh, Dr. Kelly Victory, Dr. Byram Bridal. Dr. Drew, on Dr. Drew's YouTube channel, they are talking about incredible things that would have got them banned a year ago, but you're right. The, a they lot are of getting banned, and they're getting it. downranked and not even knowing that you they're gotta, getting downranked. I know. He's got 8,000 views on that video. Are you kidding me? It was out, He should be getting hundreds of thousands of views on his the videos. The algorithm specifically makes sure that it's only the approved... Uh, channels, only the channels that are financed by Pfizer that get to control the conversation here. So when you look up those specific terms on YouTube, you only get shown the corporate media, which is financed by Pfizer. Any independent voice even daring to raise questions here, any scientist, any independent thinker even addressing these issues automatically, even if they're for the narrative, downranked in the algorithm, not shown to anyone. And this is how they control uh, the conversation in this country and how they're able to get away with all this nonsense because people can't even find out what's really going on here. They have they have, they have have such a control of this psychological operation that people can't even find out what's going on here, which to, is to, crazy. To, to be fair, to counter, I just checked, we are the top live stream on YouTube right now. Good. But, but but is YouTube uh, putting us in the trending subject? Is, is yes. YouTube highlighting that? I don't know. No. I hope so. Exactly. It should. Trend us, dudes. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. We should. I mean, the amount of views we get on the show every night, it should reach trending, but it right. never does. No, no, it's paid for sure. But as independent media, we have to literally, it's like pulling teeth in order to, to kind of retain our audience, in order to keep our audience. It's, it's, it's extremely difficult as, as YouTube has been going out of their way and doing one underhanded thing after another underhanded thing in order to stifle your ability to reach people. And it's not like, you know, the corporate media that has an unfair advantage. And right. whenever you search for anything, it's always them that you get to see. You don't get to see the yeah. real voices uh, Who the, is the they, cor- though? The, the corporate media. I am they. Um, <laughs> the establishment media, CNN, MSNBC, CBS News, NBC News, the, the, the same news networks that, the of course, press. Uh, are controlled and have top agents at the CIA at the, the, the helm uh, in, in charge of those those news organizations that are essentially are, are not news organizations. They're propaganda outlets that do the bidding of the special interest class. That's exactly what they are. They're not in the business of news. They're in, they're in the business of propaganda. Yeah, I think... Uh, to add some nuance to what you're saying that, yeah, it, it, YouTube is probably responsible. To, they're just following orders, but you're right. still responsible for pulling the trigger, you know, if, uh, soldier. But I think that the government, we're going to find out like what they did with Twitter, that they're sending alphabet. Of course, of course. They've got is. it on. They got their thumb it's on everything. Just one Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. On Drew's video, it says, get the latest information from the CDC. Like there's a COVID warning on it. No, I've seen that's it. Not a, that's not Google's choice. I mean, maybe alphabet's like, let's do, I, I think it's if you think probably that, if the you guy think- telling me to get a vaccine, Joe Biden. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Like what? He's not even a doctor. Sorry to cut you it, off. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly He's cutting you off. He's not even a doctor. But if you think the Twitter files are bad, imagine what the alphabet files are going to be like. I mean, if they ever come out, which they probably won't, but that's a whole nother layer of significant know, finagling uh, of our discourse. I want to know what Joe Biden was talking to, uh, talking about in the Virgin Islands. Oh, yeah. He yeah. went down there, and then the next day, the prosecutor no, no, got fired? Uh, well, well, sort of. Tell it me the story. On uh, December 27th, AG in Virgin Islands files a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan for facilitating Epstein's trafficking. That same day, Joe Biden then flies to the Virgin Islands, and then it was announced the next week the attorney general got fired. Which makes me yeah, three think days after filing. And, and here's the best part. Here's the best part. The article about Biden flying to the Virgin Islands was like he goes there for the holidays. He has not been there mm, for years, mm. and he decided to just go now. And it's like, dude. I saw that. He's not been there. I didn't know this story. I heard like, I, you know, you had Republicans that were like, I can't believe he's doing the same things that they accused Trump for. I'm like, wow, like I've never been the what's really going on, guys. This is a distraction. I try not to be that guy. But what you're saying, he makes had total not sense. gone to the Virgin Islands since he was VP. That makes total sense. So I, like and, this abrupt middle of the week trip on a uh, Tuesday, they're like in between the holidays on Tuesday, he's right. going to the Virgin Islands. Get out of here. And, so, and, and Biden has a history of firing international politicians that he doesn't like or investigators that don't do what he wants them to do, as he openly bragged on the Council on Foreign yep. Relations with yep. Richard Haas about how he was able to fire a Ukrainian prosecutor that was looking into the business that his son was getting lucrative contracts from. Uh, also, on, it was on the board of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and getting a lot of contracts, getting a lot of money, uh, getting, I think it was, a, what was it, $50,000? $83,000 80, $80, a month. A million bucks a year. And the DOJ still has a lot of those documents surrounding his contracts, all the money, all the pay checks, all the gifts that he was getting from Russia, from China, from Ukraine. They're not really releasing any of that information. And for Joe Biden to go to the Virgin Islands, the Virgin Islands that are looking for a federal bailout, and three days after announcing this lawsuit in the Virgin Islands, this attorney general gets fired without cause, without reason. The attorney general that was looking after J.P. Morgan and Chase and their involvement in this larger trafficking and extortion operation. Give me a break. How more obvious could it get? This attorney general was a hero. She was mm. uh, she was putting everything on the line, investigating and calling out the bigger players and the bigger names when it came to uh, the biggest banks finagling and running an international child trafficking operation that, of course, affected people in so many negative ways. Thousands of children hurt. And we're never going to get any justice here because the people who are looking into this are being fired immediately. Imagine going back in time, like 2016, and telling your past self about that story. Yeah. Like you're just sitting there with sunglasses on, you got the a cigar, and you're like, hey, uh, younger Tim, uh, <laughs> child sex tra trafficking rings on private islands with powerful global elites and politicians is real. You, better, you might as well just go put it. Put, here's what you want to do. Here's, here's what you got to do. You got to go back in time. Tell your younger self, get a jar, a big one, a big like flower jar, all right, empty it out, and then take a piece of paper, write, Alex Jones was right, tape it to the front, put the lid on top, cut uh -huh. a hole through it, put some money in it, start putting money in it now, you'll trust me, trust me, because you get in front of the interest. You know, that when, and when, that when yeah. Alex comes to collect, you know, you'll have uh, you'll have paid up in advance. I, I if I would have told myself this 10 years ago, I would have been like, yeah, obviously dumb. So <laughs> I'm talking about it right now because uh, I was. You were red pill from, day one. You were red pill I mean, I've been, like, imagine, I've been looking into this forever a, a while. Imagine there's a guy walking around with like a trench coat on and like a boot on his head or and like tinfoil on his hands. And he's he's yelling about this. And then it turns out he's right. Right. Who is that guy? That's uh, what's that guy's name? He runs for president every so often. <laughs> well, the boot, the boot on his head is Vermin Supreme. Yeah, Vermin Supreme. What's up, Vermin? Guy? Luke, were you red pilled before 9 11? Uh, no, after. But that was a big one. That was a huge yeah. one. How long after? 
uh, a few years. Um, obviously, uh, around the war in Iraq time, um, I, I remember still going out to my first protest against the Iraq war uh, before it even started. And uh, I was still very young then, uh, but uh, I was reading a lot of different books. Uh, Behold the Pale Horse was one of the books that I was reading when I was like 14, 15. And, uh, Who was at these events? Because now, now that I've been to similar ones in modern time, essentially, like to me, that, that almost seems like I feel like I was late. Were there Republicans at these events? Would, like people that voted for Bush, maybe or no? Well, right after nine eleven, uh, the Republican Party had control of of everything. Had right. had had the seat at the table. They were in charge, right? And uh, they were able to galvanize a huge amount of power and authority for themselves. And then they ended up. Uh, bankrupting this country and yeah. starting foreign wars and destroying people's personal liberties. And, the Republicans and I think, show up. And I think this is why the, the woke culture is right. so prevalent today because there was such a big pushback as you as absolutely. you were describing to the Bush years, which yes. were absolutely horrible when the Republicans had control of every institution, mm-hmm. had the nation saying, "Just tell us what to do. We'll follow your orders." Uh, you know, let's roll. Right. They were cheering them on. They screwed this country over. They screwed their people over. And the national security state that was built to fight terrorism is being turned around and being used against the, those same kind of Republicans right. that dared to speak up. So uh, what happened with the Bush years was absolutely mind-boggling. It was absolutely crazy. And of course, the right-wing media then attacked us. And then Barack Obama came into power and then the left-wing media attacked us right. uh, because it's about you know being open-minded. It's about being critical of any kind of power and anyone no in what. the hey, establishment, no matter that, what. Is that picture of Kevin McCarthy with the Ukraine pen real? I think he had. Um, I think there's a photo of him with the pin and then the flag. Inside yeah, Phil Labonte posted the picture. What? Did you- who, who knows what's true these days? Because there's a lot of you know disinformation or propaganda everywhere. A lot you know Photoshop is very, you know. So. Did, did you think that the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq was real when you heard it? Uh, no. There was a UN. There was a UN weapon inspector that came out and was screaming, "No, there are no weapons of mass destruction. This is a lie." The New York Times was again given fake information by the intelligence agencies and then reported, "Absolutely, they have weapons of mass destruction." Meanwhile, other people were saying that it's it's very unlikely that they do, and if they have anything, it's probably the weapons that we gave them in order to fight Iran when Iran and Iraq were fighting together, and the United States was backing both sides and giving them weapons in order for them to kind of take each other out what happened between 9-11 and then like 2003 that that made you become like uh, cri- critical of it because i was still like in it I, I was still in the matrix in that point well i, I grew up in new york city i saw the police state kind of uh, be built up i was affected by the police state and uh, seeing it all around me and then seeing the larger kind of discussion seeing people be tortured seeing people be uh you know seeing those photos from from uh, from uh, guantanamo bay that has an impact on and you. And then uh, when Alex Jones crept up behind Luke with a red pill and grabbed him by the, ba- the hair and then put it in yeah, his mouth. And I like when like, he does that. I remember me and, and my Luke's friends. eyes yeah. like glow. Yeah, they're still glowing. Back then, to, to get a video, you, you needed to be on the dial-up com- computer, right? You needed to be on torrents and you would slowly download a video for two to three days, sometimes even right. longer, and you would torrent the video and then you would finally open it. You never knew what you were getting. There wasn't any <laughs> thumbnail, right? People, and, and then many times what we used to do Burn is we used to, no, 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 no. We used to upload torrents of all the movies that came out. Mm. So the original Matrix came out and instead of putting the Matrix, we put 9-11 Road to, to Tyranny, oh, which was Alex <laughs> Jones' first documentary. Wow. And then people would download all the torrents and, and upload it. 
it automatically. Yeah. This was way, way back in the day. And that I was... remember the first time being a, a young teenager uh, going to my friend's uh, apartment. He, he, he took all week, downloaded uh, an Alex Jones documentary. We were watching it. We heard police cars outside and we were like, they're coming for us. Because <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> of the paranoia and right. the fear mongering that was around them actually you know, impacted us in such a way. But, but, but at the end of the day, he, he released so much important information that no one else was talking about, that this was the underground of the underground. And people were watching these videos because people were re-uploading alleged the new the new latest movies. You would, you would That's put the how title. they got my friend. You would, you would take one of these videos, put the, put the Matrix title on it, right. and then people would click it when they opened you, up LimeWire. You LimeWire truly withdrawing exactly. people from the Matrix. I mean, that's very... Uh -huh. Uh, a double entendre. Whatever movie came out, right. we made sure to re-upload the torrent. Music was the same way. With, uh, Music was the same. It was like yeah, Crank yeah. That Soldier Boy, and it was like I did not have sexual relations with that. Boy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I just trying to download Crank That Soldier Boy. I'm like, sheesh, I'm wow. eight years old. I'm like, who is this? Piracy. You wouldn't download a car, would you? That's right. <laughs> Isn't it kind of funny how piracy is just gone? Yeah. Like the weird. market solved that problem. Correct. Right. Now right. you just pay eight bucks a month or whatever. It was easier it. than downloading, unzipping, plugging your phone in, whatever, whatever the, the, the music is. It would be a three megabyte You never MP3. knew what you were getting. It would take like 12 hours right, to get days. a three megabyte. I'd do it at so 6 So it's like, PM I'm going to pay four, five bucks and I guess I'd rather pay and know what I'm getting than not pay and like yeah. not know what I'm yeah, getting. Yeah, also, you download a song and it would be like, you know, you're trying to download Nickelback, but you end up with some weird random band. You yeah. know, I used to mm -hmm. download. I, I, all the kids love Nickelback. I would like download games. I was torrenting games where yeah. I got Crusader Kings two, and then I liked it so much that I ended up buying it because I love the developers. Right, right. Paradox, you guys deserved it. Then I bought a second copy because I love them so example. much. Right, you steal it. And I, I'm willing to pay. If I never torrented it, guy. I wouldn't have known that it Correct. was awesome, and I exactly. wouldn't have bought two copies. Exactly. So. I, I just, I, I just, I, I don't. I, and then everyone clapped. I don't believe it. I bought it for my friend, for friends. I bought the right, game for that, my friends. That can, that because if believe. you have expansions, then your friends can play multiplayer and they get to use your expansions. It's such a good uh, sales tool for a game. I remember those LimeWire days. It was so exciting because oh, yeah. like, you never knew what you were getting. No, you you like that? You enjoyed that? Uh, yeah. Which which virus are you getting this time? <laughs> it was it was interesting because it was it was a way of, of people being able to kind of communicate with each other, share videos, share photos, and then it, it wasn't like there was you know seven twenty or or four K. People are spoiled today. People right. are absolutely yeah, spoiled. Real. But you were able to find things like Alex Jones accidentally, mm -hmm. wow. uh, things like William Cooper's uh, broadcast accidentally, um, and there was I, I forgot who else was there was there was a couple other um, OGs out there that were releasing videos and documentaries that were archaic, that were done through public access television, that were uh, pretty revolutionary. And Alex Jones, uh, you, you know, you know, say what you may about him, but he was, he, 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 he blazed the path forward when it mm -hmm. came to independent media, when it came to critical thinking. And he was one of the first people to say, hey, I don't need the corporate media. I don't need to be approved. I don't need multi-millions of dollars. I'm going to show up at this local broadcasting station and I'm going to do things on my own and release it to the general public. And it went viral. Mm -hmm. So I truly give him credit because he was one of the first independent content creators that actually was able to be successful with all of this. And then, of course, came Loose Change and everyone pirated that. And that was its biggest strength. That's how it became so popular because of that kind of virality, because of that kind of need, because of that thirst for knowledge and hunger. And and uh, it was like you could get anything and everything online, uh, but also you get a whole bunch of surprises. So it was it was a wild west back in the day, and it was way better than what it is now. Let's jump to this story we got here from the Daily Mail. World Health Organization warns XBB.1.5. Why is there a decimal on the letter? Is the most transmissible COVID variant yet, as figures show strain makes up 70% of cases in northeastern U.S. And as now I show you that, I'm just going to show you another article. 
Recession predicted in 2023 for U.S. economy by economists at the major banks. So uh, I bullish. wonder what their plan is for this year. I'm bullish now. Well, I, I love know. you see that you see that meme I posted where it's like 2021, 2022, 2023, and then you add it up at six, six, cross out the zeros and six. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. The devil walks among us. You're I'm a religious bullish. man. I am. I Tell am. me about it. Uh, well, well, so do you, do you guys think the economy is gonna gonna collapse? You think they're gonna lock things down with this XBB one five variant, they're or is try. this or is this just more hype for for urban liberal types? It's like how 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 dangerous? How 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 is it actually even hurting people? Because some right. viruses are super transmissible, but if they don't do anything they, to you. You don't yeah. even know you have. That's, right. that's usually what what happens when a virus is very transmissible. It's not as potent. It's not as dangerous. Right. The corporate media automatically with this. Uh, new variant that they declared that probably was named by Disney. It was, was fear mongering immediately saying there's going to be a huge wave of hospitalizations. The hospitals are being overflowed. People are going to die. And I'm like, OK, we've heard this before. Right. Uh, last year, we heard about the winter of severe illness and death. And again, I was right. here saying it's not going to happen. It's fear mongering. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the early data showing this latest variant is showing that it, it doesn't create more people to be hospitalized. It doesn't kill more people. Um, so you know, we have that data point there. What's going to happen here? Again, no one has a you know magic ball. We don't know what's really going on here. All we know is that we're being screwed over. Uh, the government has spent too much money. They hyperinflated our currency. You see it in the supermarket. You see it everywhere you go. You have been screwed by the banksters and the politicians that have hijacked this economy for their own personal benefit. It's a sinking ship. They took all the silver out of it, and now they're just lighting it on fire, kicking you off the ship, and uh, the memers are playing the music. I think I figured it out. We are in a simulation, and it's called Plague Inc. <laughs> oh, that game. They actually stopped the making, or they stopped selling, you know the game, Plague yeah, Inc., familiar. where you, you actually are the virus yeah. or the pathogen or whatever, the protozoan, or whatever, and then you have to spread yourself out without people knowing, then you can become as, then you want to try and kill it. It's horrible. So when <laughs> COVID came out, they were like, no, we're not doing it yeah, anymore. Yeah. Chinese government stopped selling it in China at the time. Uh, and then they made an expansion called The Cure, you know, they're all like on board with like solving wow. it. Wow. Talk it's about a virtue signal. The cure? Dude. Yeah. Co it's called Plague Inc. Colon. I mean, the cure. I don't blame him, man. Uh, if that sounds fun. I mean, I, I got to be honest. So Do you're it. trying to stop the virus. Yeah. And it might be multiplayer. Like one guy that's, plays that's as the virus, cool. one guy trying to That'd be cool, actually. Plague Inc. Plague Inc. is a fun game. The cure sounds fun, yeah. too. Um, what do, you, do you think that we are in a simulation, Rez? I think, it, I think it's not impossible. I told you earlier, whoever just joined, um, I think that an alternate timeline is not out of the question. I think that, uh, or it's just it's just some crazy, regardless what your religion is or not, like it could be some Moshiach Messiah times. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's either something we've never seen or we're just at the end of something we've seen before. You think that's real, like the end times Messiah? So I'm not a Christian, again? so I don't believe in revelations really, but I believe in something very similar as far as like, yes, like, uh, you know, some sort of, Messiah. Christians believe it's a, it's a return of Jesus. Jews believe it's someone that's never existed. And it's essentially the same thing. And it's just like um, messianic times where you can give birth in a day and animals don't eat each other and we don't fight. It's like this beautiful, it's peace, right? Peace on earth, heaven on earth. So it's, it's either that's possible or something that we've already done forever that we've seen like civilizations die and fall, rise up again in empire. Like either that's our, that's what, that's what we're in store for or something we've never seen before. There's no in between in my opinion. The weird thing to me is that simula simulation theory is becoming so popular because it is like if these, these, these secular liberal people who are saying like, maybe we're in a simulation. I'm like, you realize the moment you entertain that possibility, you are now rejecting every atheist argument you've right. made. Like, Call it a simulation, call it a construct, call it whatever you want. A higher power created the universe that you exist in. And then it's entirely possible the universe has only existed for 5,000 years because right. it was created in a simulation. I was talking to Charlie Kirk about this and I was like, look, 
when you play Grand Theft Auto, nobody built those skyscrapers in the game. Your little, your little dude's running through Liberty City yeah. or whatever. There's buildings yeah. everywhere. Right. We know those buildings were programmed by a creator right. and not actually constructed. Dude, you got to take, well, I'm not saying you got to take mushrooms, but if you take mushrooms, <laughs> that becomes way more apparent or obvious. Like it, you really see that this stuff. I, so you're saying that the earth is only 5,000 years old and the, and the fossils were put in the ground as a test of our faith? No, but you see the set pieces around you. You realize like this was here. This is not. I don't know. It doesn't actually, I, I should take that back. It doesn't make, it didn't make me think that we're in a simulation necessarily, but it, it really distinctified the non-organic or the non-living things. Have you ever taken psychedelics or, or no, mushrooms or I'm anything not, like that? I highly would recommend myself to take those and anyone else. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what to do. Extended state DMT experiments at universities are fascinating to me. Too. Yeah. That's what I want to see more of. IV DMT trips and uh, U.S. government DMT studies are um, just absolutely mind-boggling. I would be a little bit careful, Ian, about recommending people to do psychedelics. He recommended yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Just For myself. I, yeah, I know, so. but but personally, it, it, it's a personal hey, journey. Right, and right. And if, and if, I, I know, but if people want to do it, they should, of course, come to that conclusion themselves and yeah, it's not it, like it, going it, sled riding it, it's 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 a big spiritual kind of experience that 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 again people need to, to decide and determine if it's right for them because for some people it, it could actually hurt them yeah uh and we still don't know what's really going on in this larger kind of energetic cosmic dimensional uh existence that we all have here so a lot of people say you know you're playing with something that you don't understand which you should be extremely careful of well, uh, scientifically we are experiencing a simulation in that our bodies are simulating stimulus lie and mm. then giving us binary data and it's being we're seeing it we right. see vision or we have sound this vibrate so but are we affecting the simulation like mm. this is when i get into like nasa harriman and, and the quantum vacuum and look at like the superstructure of the universe and 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 the web of nature and things like have where you, you seen uh back to the future too bit when biff is president you yeah of course so like Classic. first of all i would like to ask people watching and, and you guys at the table, is there any sequel that's better than the original? That's my first question, but that's my favorite in that scenario. But that's what I feel like we're living in is where like someone found the almanac and Biff is the president, whether that's Trump or Biden, it's like we are living through Back to the Future 2 right now. Not one, not three, which was the, 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 the Western bullshit. It was like number two is what we're living right now, where it's like gambling's legal. Biff is the president. There's, it doesn't matter. And that's like, a good point because we have that, remember that book, uh, Baron, Baron Trump? You know that book from the 1800s or whatever mm -hmm. that I still don't believe is real? I'm not, yeah. familiar. I'm not familiar with this. There's a, you want to look it up? People Baron, are, it said Baron Trump is a time traveler. No, 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 no. called the Baron Trump novels. Yeah, the Baron Trump novels. Reportedly written in 1889 and 1893 by Ingersoll Lockwood. I've not heard of this. And they were, they were obscure until 2017 when they received media attention for perceived similarities between their protagonist and U.S. President Donald Trump. Yeah, one of the stories is about a person named Baron Trump who becomes president whose base of operations is on Fifth Avenue and a bunch of socialists and anarchists come up from the Lower East Side of Manhattan rioting and like apparently wow. that's in it we i think someone brought the book here and we we're looking through it i'm like this has got to be a hoax but people are saying no no what happened is steve bannon is baron trump from the future you guys have heard that conspiracy theory right that makes sense that makes sense i've not heard this one but so he came yeah. back to warn us about the federal reserve you're teaching me a lot i love yeah. that yeah, Steve Bannon. Well, knows. Donald Trump's uncle does have a connection with uh, Tesla, Nicholas Tesla, and um, anything could, could could be possible. Yeah, he didn't. He was involved in the FBI going and raiding Tesla's lab and getting all this like. So you're saying Nikolai Tesla? He was Tesla. the first one. Yeah. Uh, Trump's uncle was the first one to. Um, 
be in Tesla's room after he, you know, passed. <laughs> they went in, took all Tesla's stuff. Then all of a yep. sudden the UFO crashes in Roswell like 15 years later or something, or 20 years later. And they're like, it was a hot air balloon, guys. Don't worry about it. We don't have drones. So Tesla invented time travel, you're saying? And he Trump invented, was the first one. He Trump's discovered, uncle. we'll say, radio for sure. And uh, the vibrational technology, maybe they used in Atlantis too. No, That's what Randall Carlson seems to think, or at least he's hinting at. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, but I, I don't know. I, but what, what I'm thinking is my new, my best conspiracy theory now, the best new one is that the ancient cultures before the flood, 13, 14,000 years ago, had not explosion technology like combustion. They didn't have that. They had implosion technology where they could vibrate the earth mm. and send electricity, electrical current through the earth, through the air. That's and, different from implosion. What do you mean? Well, by using implosive forces, at least is what Randall refers to it as implosion tech, you you compress it so, so much. And even like a lattice, like a a fiend lattice like graphene or something that it creates a vibration and then you can vibrate things and get a current out of it. Mm. And that they've, that one of the great nations of the time, maybe it was Atlantis decided we're going to war we're to keep control. And they used that technology in war and vibrated the earth in such a way that it's protective forces diminished. It's field dropped and the meteors fell onto the planet and annihilated it. So don't mess. The other, the explosion um, apocalypse would be nuclear war. Right. But the, uh, the implosion apocalypse would be cometary impact. I like the conspiracy theory that it wasn't ancient aliens, it was humans, and Earth was terraformed. You ever hear that one? Mm-mm. That's a fun one. Yeah, that's uh, the Ark Project. They were escaping their collapsing planet, so this big ship, and they came to Earth and terraformed it, and then there you go. Here we are. It's all possible, The rest is history. I think mushrooms <laughs> hit, hit the ocean like spores because they can live in deep space. They can exist and they start to spin. A mushroom spore in deep space has a light side and a dark side underneath it. You know, the, the gills are darker. So the light side aims towards a star just and then it starts to spin and create gyration and movement. And it can move through space towards stars. Wow. And then it just hits uh, oceans and they call it panspermia. Basically, seeding life across yeah, yeah, yeah. the universe starts was, eating plant uh, matter and becoming an, and other fungus and then becomes animal. What happened uh, was this uh, large, gray-skinned alien dude drank some black goo and then melts into <laughs> DNA and it falls in the water and then seeds life. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. Anything <laughs> that is Prometheus. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you at about 11 p.m., so that'll be up after this show wraps, where we uh, we talk about nonsense and other things. Yesterday was pretty fun. We had a, what was that yesterday? We went down memory lane. Oh, yeah. Pulled up a video of me and Luke from 10 years ago. Woof. I drank the pappy. Man. Puking and pooping. Puking and pooping. That's right. That, don't watch the video. It's gross. No, it was good fun. Check it out at TimCast.com. But we're going to grab some of these super chats. Let's see what we got. 
Curtis Terry says, high-res video was amazing. Now school them on the Mandela effect and Queen. All right. Yeah, yeah the video guys, is good. Two plus two equals five. If you haven't seen it yet, check out high-res two plus two equals five on YouTube. Yo, Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, after the eating of face, his skull could be seen. Yikes. Yikes. I'm going to ask you guys a question. Here's what I was just thinking right now. What if I created a new YouTube channel for the Tim Pool Daily Show and then put the clips up on the on their channel so the channel stay exactly the same, but then I make a new live stream show? And I'm thinking for two reasons. One, so it doesn't disrupt the existing channels that I have, but also, you know, this channel won't get uh, put on the algorithmic block list. If you mm, stream it live point. and then take clips, is that what you're saying? So the idea would be make a new channel, start a live stream at like 8.30 a.m., record my normal segments like I do, but I'm live hanging out the whole time. And then as I'm live, I can clip the recording and upload it to the other channel. That's like, awesome. Yeah, straight up. But then basically the idea is it doesn't disrupt those channels. The new channel then, you know, isn't... Uh, Why would a censored? live stream disrupt it if... If because you, it changes the format of when people are expecting videos. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting a 10 a.m. video, you're getting a live stream from like 8.30 to noon or something. You know, so it's very different. But I don't know. Maybe there's like a million subs on these channels. Maybe I should, I should start cons- consolidating. My concern is the, the channels are on YouTube algorithmic block lists. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, if YouTube you know, maybe. wants to hit you, they're going to hit you. By right. Way, it's a good I, point. I heard that in the bathroom. Whoever said that, thank you for checking Yo, out. Yo, Rez, where do they find the video? I'm looking for it right now. Oh, here it is. Hi, Rez TV. Yeah, Hi, Rez TV. Um, yeah, I just dropped it like right before this podcast. Shout out Dr. Malone, JP Sears, Ian Smith, a few other people from this little freedom movement. Um, they were in the video too. So I appreciate you guys for checking that out. Thank so Harley you. from Epic Meal Time. Harley, yeah, he's based, man. People are asking that. They're like, he's such a nice guy. I love Harley to death, man. He's like one of these Canadian guys that's like, he's just, he's trying to figure it all out, right? I love this guy, man. Like in, in the state of the world, he's like, yeah. I don't want every like in, in Canada, everyone's a racist Republican. If you're like not, you know what I mean? If you don't go along with it. So it's yeah. like for him to be like, well, maybe they're like not treating us correctly, guys, eh? Right. Like, oh, you, you know what I mean? And that's like what he is to them. So like, shout out. Yeah. All right, I have to get some more. Here we go. <laughs> Jeremy Wien says, pretty sure Bill Gates isn't a vet either. That's correct. Yep. There you go. Yeah, the talking. Life of D says, hi, Rez, your song, Welcome to the Revolution, helped me tons during COVID. Played it daily, living in Crooked County before moving to NC and wife's job lost from vax mandates. God bless, brother. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, that song and, and the whole the whole mandates and... Um, you know, I, I'm grateful that that song kind of gave purpose to that movement, but um, I, I wish it, I wish it was never the reality that that needed to happen. But um, you know, shout out to you, shout out to your wife. Hopefully, you guys, you know, got that under control and 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 keep following God, keep following your heart, man. That's crazy. Travis Bost says Spike Cohen shared a photo of Justin Amash sitting on the House floor next to Massey during sixth vote. What I got to pull that up. Why that was true? that controversial? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what was because what? the idea is Amash will come in and and be like a moderate. And block the Republican investigations and stuff as like a coalition neutral party. Is Amash cool? I think he follows me. Well, a lot of libertarians like him. They think that, uh, that you know, he's a true libertarian and will do good things. Oh. But the fear among MAGA people is that he's just going to actually block real investigations. So, oh, yeah, there you go. Spike Coins says, right now, Justin Amash is sitting, on the ho- is sitting next to Thomas Massey on the House floor. This might get very interesting. Yeah, uh, he does not follow me on Twitter, but I, I remember being in contact a long time ago. Whatever, man. He's been around for a while. Whatever ends up happening, I'm going to laugh because we've all been talking about this even before the midterms, that even if Republicans win, nothing would change. And yeah. they, them putting McCarthy in is a loss for me. So like a mash, Cheney, whatever, I don't care. Pelosi, whatever. You know, I'm yeah, glad yeah. Pelosi got fired. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're not doing anything legitimate. Uh, Donald's, I think, would be would be good. Apparently, people are saying he, he blocked both spun, uh, spending bills in the past two years or he voted against them. So that's that's something good. That's something good. Mm-hmm. I just you know look. I got to be honest. I don't know who would be good. Massey would be good. I'd like Massey. Yeah. 
All right. Ehaf says, JP hand sanitizer was great. That <laughs> facial expression was perfection. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, shout there out JP, go. man. Um, once again, I'm going to pat myself on the back. That's like one of the first dopest music videos I directed. And uh, thank you, JP, for... Being a being a real sport. What am I? What are we gonna do tomorrow? We're gonna do another one of these votes. I'm a, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, Vote I number seven. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Another loss. Let's get a hundred more. Yeah. Let's do this. More votes. Just, just and and we got it. We got it. They can't. Like, they 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 just left. Yeah, this went home. They man left. Because nobody <laughs> wants to sit there and have to stay late. No, you got to do your jobs, man. Yeah, something to stay late. The Democrats were like, nobody leave. That's, isn't that funny? The Democrats were the same. Don't leave. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Whatever. All right. Mayor Mercules says this is why being a politician should not be a day job. They should be paid a supplemental income for their services, but they should be out here working regular day jobs like the rest of us have to in order to survive. Hmm. Yeah, except we, we, you know, I want them to be there for 12 hours all day right. working on the vote, too. Or I don't want them to be here for 12 hours, but if that's what it takes, that's what I want. Mm. All right. Bree Sullivan says, Tim, if you liked Molly's Game, then you have to watch West Wing. It's an HBO Max TV show written by the same guy about a fictional Democrat White House from the early 2000s. I'm familiar with the West Wing. I didn't watch it a whole lot, but yeah, Aaron Sorkin. It was great, man, but I thought that was a lot of like Obama prop. Right. And so was Newsroom. Awful. Have you seen Newsroom? Uh, no. The idea was they made a fake cable channel that, and they simulated what it was like when stories were breaking. And I'm just like watching it like that is nothing like what it's like in the yeah. newsroom when stories. West Wing, it was really well written, really well acted. Martin Sheen was the president, and but they made him look like a superhero. And it made, it was like so much American government propaganda made me want to love the government. <laughs> All right. Weston Kramer says, hey, Luke, I wore your I'm unvaxxed and ready to talk politics shirt for Christmas. Two of my uncles whispered like schoolgirls across the counter. Some of my in-laws shot disgusted looks my way. Best Christmas ever. At least you know who's on your side, right? <laughs> At least, I mean, get those conversations started and uh, shirts are a great way of doing that. And, you know, when it comes to family members, I think they're worth having a, a conversation with. I think they're worth trying to reach out to right. and, uh, you know, listening to them and talking to them, engaging with them. I can't recommend that enough. Right on. Let's, uh, what do we got here? Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, who knew watching C-SPAN can be so exciting? Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's get up C-SPAN. We're like refreshing. Come on. The yeah, House go, floor go, vote. Go, go, go. No, that's a funny thing. I'll be honest with you guys. If I did, the, one of the reasons we, we have Pop Culture Crisis as a show, subscribe. To I'll Pop be Culture there on Crisis, Friday, by the way. Is because I know that pop culture is more lucrative. And I said, you know, in the early days of doing the shows, I would do some pop culture stuff, literally be like, yo, what's up with this actor who did this thing? And sometimes I still will if it's a big cultural thing like a movie or whatever. And I'm you know, talking about like I, I did a segment on Avatar, you know, because they called it racist or whatever. But I was like, if I just did pop culture, I'd wake I'd make 10 times the money. Mm-hmm. If I did a live show just like this right. and we just talked about movies and stuff, it would be 10 times the money. No controversy, no canceling. People would leave us alone. And then I'm just like, OK, well, I can't do that. I care about politics. That's my Super Bowl, you know, the, the election. So we should, we should do a show. We should have someone host it. So we have Brett and Mary doing uh, Pop Culture Crisis. I kind of like the because social capital, you're talking about making money. It's really about making capital. And the social capital of people actually listening to you, which is happening on this show when you're talking about what you truly believe, is a way, I think, more valuable than money. But they're both valuable. But getting people to listen because then they believe There's, in you and they want to work together and things like that. It used to be different. It used to be if you were like, one of these big network guys, you could go on TV and say something and everyone just believed it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we have a very different dynamic these days. Like people in the chat will will ar- will argue back. You know what I mean? They'll super chat and say, "I disagree. You're wrong. Here's why." Right. They'll say, "Ian, you're you're wrong," or "Ian, that you rolled a 20. It you just be it you just be you're the anchor. You said it. It was a law. Right. You were so gonna say, that say I'm stupid. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, you know that. Yeah, they hey. they roll the one or the twenty. All you know kinds, I mean? man. Bring it on. Yeah, man. Let's read some more uh, super chats. Sparky says Democrat Clyburn offered to supply McCarthy with votes a few weeks ago. Arrogant McCarthy turned him down. Is that offer still good? Very interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Pedro says, Tim, I followed you for a few years now. Great work. I know you're trying to do something with skateboarding. I just started a brand in Las Vegas. It's called Encino Skateboarding. Can we collaborate? Perhaps. But we're going to be we're going to be having our own boards. We got uh, probably in the next couple of months, the skate show is going to start. And one of the plans is to do a 10 city tour and a big game of skate contest. Do you think you could experiment with the shape of skateboards and make a better one? Eh, no. Maybe after psychedelics. The thing about <laughs> the thing about skateboard shape is that you can make whatever you want if you want to have fun. Yeah. But in terms of the modern technique and what works, it's it's the popsicle stick. Yeah. You know, because then you get maximum versatility and maneuverability. Um, unless you, I, I think people have screwed around where they did like they put the trucks on sideways so you you go forward and stuff. That would be really funny to like Ollie as you're going forward. Actually, I should try that. That'd be fun. <laughs> Put the trucks on the, the other way. So you're like rolling back and forth like a hoverboard. Patent it. Well, Dude, if you sell a patent, become a billionaire. That'd be crazy. I don't know if you could do that. Maybe. Uh, I mean, look, scooters. When scooters start, everybody made fun of them. Mm-hmm. Going to the skate park and seeing little scooter kids. Now, some of the most intense and best athletes in action sports are on scooters. Yeah. Dude. Watching the triple flare, watching our Willie. What is it? Front flip, front scooter flip. I just can't even. It's crazy. Do you He's skate done. and scoot? Uh, yeah, I've been scootering for a long time. Kind of since like 2000s. Do you, you say scootering? You don't say scooting? I don't say scooting. I, I don't like I never really caught on to that. It's I just scoot. say scoot. scootering. Scoot. Yeah. You scoot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what the actual nomenclature is anymore. I just say scootering. I think but. I think uh, scootering's cool because it's a mix of BMX and skateboarding. Yeah. So there are some skateboard tricks where it's like has the same terminology, mm-hmm. but then it's got bar spins too. So it's like if you told someone before scooting, scootering or whatever, that someone did like a bar spin lip slide, they'd be like, that's a skateboard term and a bike term. That makes no sense. Now yeah. it's like a normal thing with scooters. Yeah. Bar back lip down at 17. Bar back First lip. Person to do it, let me know. <laughs> Is that Olympic Who did yet? It? It's not Olympic yet, scootering? No, I don't think so. Man, Who was the sure. first to do a bar back lip down 17? <sighs> I don't know, probably like Matt McKean or something like that. Oh, I have yeah. no idea. Who was that dude who backflipped Al Toro? Oh, that's that a, that's crazy, crazy, dude. It's nuts, dude. It's nuts. So if, you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to look it up. Backflip, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 20 stair. It's, it's, it's 20 steps, mm-hmm. and some dude on a scooter backflipped it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't like, believe that stuff, dude. It's amazing to watch. Just wild, I'm a big dude. fan. Logan Ski. Is that who did it? I think so. Backflip down El Toro. I remember the first time El Toro got kickflipped. Who was it? Dave? Oh, was it Dave Bachinski? Dante did? Hutchinson. Dante Hutchinson. Versus, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to misrepresent this. Sorry to interrupt you. You're saying what? El Toro. All right. Grofty says, this is off topic, but, but did I miss a break from the quartering going silent today? Or am I crazy? The quartering going silent today? What does that mean? Was what? he not on the air or something? I, I don't know what that means. Me neither. Does he have videos up? Rebel Parrish says, rip to my favorite doggo whiskey. She was diagnosed with diabetes late and I tried and tried, but couldn't make her feel better. She was insulin resistant and just got worse. I had to put her down on New Year's Day. My heart is broken. Pray for Bucko. I'm really sorry to hear that, uh, Rebel. Thank you for your well wishes on Bucko. Bucko's, um, he's, he's doing better, but he's, he looks very, very thin. 
So I think the subcutaneous IVs and the hormone blood uh, medicine is working and the food is working, but he's still very, very thin. Ian apparently has an option for stem cells. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. We're going to f get him an, um, an echocardiogram and see if he's uh, able to be anesthetized and put under. Because if he is, then we can potentially do a surgery or a procedure where we would extract cells from his blood or fat or both, and then send them off. I'm not sure the process, but then they send back stem cells that get injected a couple days later, and that can cause the body to start regenerating organs and things like that. It's just a matter of if his heart can handle it. Yeah, he's got a bad heart. So. If his heart can handle going under, we'll find out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. He's been hiding. He's been begging. He's been drinking almost nonstop. So these are all really bad signs. Yeah, got to keep his spirits up. That's the way to go with cats. He wants to go outside, which is a good sign. Yeah, he wanted to today. Yeah, and That's it was warm, but I'm like, he's, he's so weak. He like he jumps, but it's he's not the same as he used to be. I bet sunlight's really good for him. If we let him go outside, he's gonna get eaten by some some critter of some mm -hmm. sort because he's not gonna be able to run, jump, hide, or fight back. Mm -hmm. Earlier this year, he was fine, but I remember when I saw that fox creeping up on him, and he just sat there staring at it. I'm like, this cat doesn't get it. That that fox was was gaunt and like hungry, and it was slowly creeping up. I had to I had to cut my segment, run outside, and yell at it. It's like, <laughs> all right. Centurion 54X says, best IRL show in a while. Fun laughing with all y'all tonight. I mean, it was fun making fun of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, we're all just yeah. laughing at him. They're like, we want to go home. Like Low-hanging fruit, man. Imagine you go, to, you go to work, <laughs> right? Easy job. You go to work and all the employees are like, we want to vote to go home. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you have a job to do. It's you don't nuts. get it done. You stay until you do the job or you quit. They should all resign. They, if, if you yeah. don't want to get the job done, you should be forced to resign. You want to leave? Okay, you can resign. You right. want to resign? Get out. Do you guys know if they got a, a pay raise in the omnibus spending package? Does anyone know? Anyone? I, I, I doubt it. I think it'd be bigger news if they did, but who knows? Who knows, man? They vote to give themselves pay raises. I'm sure. They do. They often do. <laughs> so would I. So would all of us. <laughs> but I don't completely disagree. Um, I remember there was a story a while back where AOC was agreeing vote vote for a pay raise, and everyone was ragging on her, and I'm like, they should get a pay raise. Like, this should be their job. But the pay raise needs to come with stipulations about you can't just be like, we do a motion to adjourn. No, 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 no. They should be reading the bills. You want a pay raise? Fine, but you got to read the bills. But the problem is the rules are like, we can introduce a bill and then nobody has to read it. Yeah. That's what? stupid. That's nuts. That's stupid. That's man. nuts. They'll have like a thousand page Thousands bill. and pages, we'll just yeah. Crazy. I want to manifest something better than that. I agree. Samurai says, hey, hi, Rez. Big fan here. Any chance of a collab with you and Upchurch would be epic, IMO. I will collab. This is this goes back to everything. I will collab with any single person walking the face of the earth. If I haven't yet, we either don't know of each other or they don't like me. And this is not against uh, Upchurch probably doesn't know who I am. I would love to collab with literally anyone walking the face of the earth. They either don't like me or they don't know me. So on my, it's never something on my behalf. There's no ego involved. So I'd love to work with anyone. You want to do a music video in space? I would love to do a music video with anybody i've seen i just saw y'all record that y'all put out i would love to do a record too so i'm down to work not, with not a record we just put out a couple songs i like that i like the couple yeah. records that's what i call a record now it's one song now yeah all right yeah. Uh, yeah i'd love to do a song with anybody so yeah all right cleft the misfit says trump has 100 name id with 65 to 70 percent disapproval his vp could be jesus christ himself and he would still lose the general election no he would win if jesus was his vp come on jesus yeah if jesus was like like let's be real dude. now if jesus was the vp I'd vote for him. He he. Trump would like he'd win, like but okay. li literally. Yeah. If literally. it was provable and literally Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah, he would win. People, he'd win. Come on, he'd win. <laughs> you kidding me? But I get the point yeah. you're trying to make. You're right. Not that Ian should be taking it and seriously. The but the point you're literally. making is no VP is going to make him electable, and I agree with that. I'm not going to vote for him now. Even if Tulsi Gabbard was the VP, I don't think I can yeah. go there at this point. I mean, Trump can rebound. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
But these past few things have been huge errors on yeah, his part. Definitely. You know? Michael Hinton says, Do y'all remember Katrina Johnson's impression of Ross Perot on all that? Kids watched all that. That was our exposure to politi- politics at the time. They made him seem like a bumbling idiot. The older <laughs> I get, the more he isn't. Oh, interesting. Yep. Yeah, they did make him seem like a flustered fool when he was running at the time. The media is like, all this guy is going to blow up the Federal Not blow up, but like expose the Federal Reserve. Yo, all that. What a blast in the past. Priscilla wow. says, what about all the swamp creatures pro-war establishment supporting DeSantis, Luke? Um, like who? And and I, as I said, there were some people around him that you know people should be um, you know questioning, especially when it comes to some establishment figures. But um, still, doesn't compare to a lot of the bigger war hawks that were actually put into positions of power within the last president. Were, were they people, people don't know who, this? Yeah, who, they, who, no, no, no. no, no they, they were saying, what about the ones that were? What about the people surrounding? Did, you mentioned things. a couple. Do you know them by name? Are there specific people that you've seen that are? Uh, there, he, there's some like big money guys. Um, I, I forgot the I, I forgot their exact names. But again, as I said, be critical of everybody. We got a super chat from uh, Troy B. He says that you should get Byron Donalds on the show to see what he's all about. I'm connected to his team and can make the introduction if needed. First super chat, longtime listener. Let me uh, let me let me see if I can hit him up. Yeah, I think I I think I just uh, met him very briefly at the TPUSA uh, thing. So uh, I'm not super familiar. Just a few of a few of the videos I've seen from him. Byron Donalds. Would you guys I'm follow him now? Actually, Tim, would you be, be cool? Would you be Let down to have any congressman on the show? I I guess. Because sometimes people contact me like, I want to put you in touch with Representative Fill in the Blank, and I'm like, I don't know who it is. Representative Fill in the Blank. I don't book the show. I'm a big I fan of Fill in the Blank. Yeah, Fill in the Blank would be good. <laughs> so I'll start. Resp- I'll start responding in those messages. Maybe, maybe it, it depends, man. So, like, I don't know. Like, we, we we have to think about it. Adam Schiff. We will roll out the red carpet. Yeah. He, we, I would love to have him on the show and at the same time invite someone like Michael Mills. Epic. Oh, Kevin McCarthy, I think, would be a great uh, you know, <laughs> candidate to come hey, on Hey, I got to be he's honest. He's an hour away. He's, 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 you know, he's an hour away. He can come on the show and explain why it is I should care about what he has to offer. And I can ask him about his, his past uh, uh, indiscretions. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if somebody in Congress is listening right now. Hey, look, Marjorie, I'm, I'm a fan. I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's very much behind... Kevin McCarthy. And I think that's fine. She's allowed to be. Donald Trump is too. That's where they are at. I'm not there with them. I got I got no beef for for that. If the, if if they wanted to come here and explain that position, I'd I'd more than happily sit here and I got to be honest, I think they would come in and they would make very logical arguments about why they should win that would only have an opinion-based rebuttal. In that I disagree with you on that, but I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? My my attitude is also it's the establishment machine. I'm I just don't trust it. I do not trust you. So you can say all the things you want in the world, but I don't trust you. What about Gates? You guys have Gates contact, Matt Gates' contact info? Uh, might- we've, we, we've been talking to uh, him and his team for a bit about when we could have him on the show. He's a cool dude. I'm, 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 I'm more of a fan now after seeing him stand up to the establishment and refuse to support McCarthy. I think it's ballsy, and I'm, and I'm glad someone's just standing up for what they believe in for whatever the reason. If Gates is just mad because Kevin McCarthy wouldn't buy him lunch one time, don't care. I respect that he's saying, I will not. Unless, you know, we, we can come to a real agreement. Mm. So that's good. But uh, yeah, we're hoping to have Gates on at some point. That'd be cool. Maybe maybe we ask Marjorie to come in and talk about it. Because, I mean, they're really busy right now. I can't expect her to come considering what's going on. But uh, I, I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. So she's been, she's been posting a lot about this. And she's been getting tore up in her comments on Instagram. People are just saying, no, don't care. We're not interested. This guy worked against Trump and the America First agenda. And I agree. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. 
All right. Carlos Wise says Matt Walsh would be the best speaker of the house. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would, that'd be great. <laughs> Matt Walsh would be great. You know, because what, what the left doesn't realize or they do and they're lying is that the current iteration of the right, be it someone like Matt Walsh, is they're compromising with liberal, with real liberals, mm-hmm. with people like me, with, with, you know, people who used to be more left leaning. Right. You, the conversation exists. Like I talked to Crowder about it years ago. Mm-hmm. Like on the issue of abortion, he's like, Republicans will, will negotiate with you because your, your views aren't too far away from where we're at. We're willing to find that middle ground, but the left is just pro-abortion. Right. And I'm like, you're right. And I'm, I'm, I'm against that too. And he's like, well, then you got to vote Republican. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not wrong, man. I would rather vote for someone who's pro-life than pro-abortion. Yeah. So let me clarify, because I remember like Media Matters smeared me over this. If you come to me and say, our position is abortion should not be legal, but there will be exceptions for health of the mother, certain things like that. I say, okay. Then if you're on the left and you say anyone should get an abortion at any time for any reason, right. even up to the point of birth, I'd be like, okay, yeah, no, I'm not, crazy. I'm not getting right. behind that. It's, it's crazy. Right. It's, it's just crazy. All right. Let's grab some more super chats here. We've got a couple, a couple minutes left. <clears throat> American Advocate says, hi, Rez, my boy, Tim. Thank you. Love this guy. Well, there you go. People really love this high res guy. Thank you. Appreciate you. Jimmy Joe says, Luke, didn't I hear you speak at a meeting in St. Mark's Church about 9-11 around 2003? Yes. Um, it's a historic church, and then uh, we were able to get access to it, and uh, we had weekly events there where we um, had community meetings. This is where I met a lot of the family members, I met a lot of the survivors, and we used to just go there and show movies, have discussions, and uh, it was, yeah, 2003, it was back in the day where we were involved in in trying to get some kind of justice because of what happened on 9-11. Did you meet Richard Gage around that time? Uh, Richard Gage came on the scene later. Uh, but 2003 was still very early. It was uh, Frank Morales. Uh, he was there as well. It was, uh, you know, a lot of um, older kind of uh, more protest uh, I, figures out Justice there. and a real investigation in 9-11 is super important to me. I, I worked at the at the pile. I worked there, standing there, looking at the ca- the destruction. They told me that it was like lava was underneath the wreckage. Molten iron does not flow like lava. At least this is what I'm finding out now. That was like molten steel. That looked like it. All right. Blast from the Past says, in your earlier video, you mentioned a DM job, Dungeon Master. I've been a Dungeon Master for 18 years. I have live stream experience. Who can I talk to about a job or helping the D&D show? Uh, Ian? Oh, uh, you guys want to do a D&D show? Well, we always wanted to. We just couldn't get it off the ground. So we, we yeah, to... one of the problems is people around here don't know how to play D&D. So it's kind of a, it's an art form, you know? Well, it's like doing a play. It's, it's, it's not just hiring a DM. You need like four dedicated players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or we do, we do, we find people who play D&D to guests. But in order to have a, ca- a campaign consistent, you need people consistently playing throughout that campaign. Yeah, send me a message on Twitter or on Minds if you're interested in uh, being a DM. But what I really, send me a link to your work, video of your work. If you don't have that, I don't don't contact me. It's too much effort to, to go. I can't, I don't, can't figure out anything through text. I need to see, your, see you speaking, see you in action with other players and things like that. That's your resume. Yeah, because the, the master has to be fun, quick-witted, and able to control silly people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, D&D can get silly. So if someone wants to do something that, that can break the, the narrative or whatever, the DM just needs to be able to take control and just... Also be willing to be a player and be willing yeah. to, to let other people... Because I know the DM normally is in control, but let since this is a corporation and we're building a show out of it, you may not be in control of the game. Just keep that in mind. Yep. The, uh, the big shots from the legal department are come down and be like, you can't say elf. No more orcs. Orcs <laughs> racist. Orcs all have green skin. We need, we need a... <laughs> no, that's racist. We need a new word. Uh, how about Orbo? And Flurbo, uh-huh. because yes, we'll create, no one knows what those words create mean. Create your own race. 
Yeah, those are legally distinct from elves. All right, what do we got? The Eddie says, this took me back. I red-pilled my town, burning copies of Endgame, giving them out in high school. 07 did a report on fluoride in college. They were all laughing when I started, dead silent when I stopped. Ha-ha. Yeah, Those DVDs were, days, were a way of just reaching out to so many different people out there. We had so many different DVD burners, and we would just hand them out. We must have done like you know, almost a million DVDs, to be honest with you. I first saw Loose Change when I was working at O'Hare Airport. And some dude walked in was like, guys, you got to watch this. And we were like, what is it? I think someone had like an Xbox and he's like, you got to watch this movie. And he played it. And we're sitting there in, they're called, I think they're called like zone, zone rooms or gate rooms or whatever, just waiting for our planes. Because what happens is the plane will land, you'll bring it in, you'll unload the bags, and then the plane, you wait. The plane will sit there for two or three hours. And then, you know, at a certain time before departure, you load the bags in. So you have downtime. You would, you would probably load f- five planes per day. So in between, we're just watching this documentary, this loose change. Is it Aaron Russo? No, 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 no. That was um, uh, Freedom to Fascism was Aaron Russo, was also another uh, great documentary, definitely worth watching if you haven't watched it yet. And then Loose Change was one you did? Uh, No, Loose Change was the one that Dylan Avery, Corey Rowe, and Jason Burmis did, and then I was uh, volunteering for them and then working with them, and then my footage was also in the documentary. Which in, in in the loose change documentary? Yes. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. So you can see me confronting Larry Silverstein in there. You could see me confronting, I think, Joe Biden in there. Um, so I've been in Joe Biden, and, and then I was able to, and I, I mean, I technically was working with them because I was also able to get them a lot of the rescue workers and survivors and eyewitnesses, and I was able to give them that, and and my video footage was in there. So you know. I don't know if I ever told you guys this. They would find they were like, "Where are the survivors?" And one of the firemen was like, "Dude, the survivors are in the muck under your feet, flowing into the East River. Everyone melted. Jeez, so much heat from that thing. And that's not just a normal collapse of the building. Yeah. It doesn't but I, I remember being at the premiere of, uh, of of Loose Change when it first ever came out. It was at a small pizzeria down in New York City, and there was like ten people that showed up. You're wow. saying there was yep. pizza? And then involved. I was like, "We're gonna be we're gonna be working with you guys." Uh, and I started working with them, and um, then I started We Are Change. They had Loose Change, and then we, you know, were officially, offi- right. not officially together. We got. We'll grab one more. Mike Williams says, "Bocus, please try red and near infrared light therapy on Bocus." You wanna, you wanna look into that? Yeah, thanks. We'll take a look into that, my friends. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com. We are going to have a members-only show coming up for you later tonight. And, uh, you know, I was talking about, about this morning show, and someone also mentioned that we need a reserve team, like a, like a B team, so that when we're on vacation or if I get sick, we have someone come in and fill in. And then speaking of filling in, Phil Labonte messaged, super chatted, like, bro, hit me up. And I was like, dude, that would be like the coolest thing ever. So I got I to call Phil, Phil shout out. It would be really cool to figure out how we could have him on as like a regular recurring host, co-host, or even working with the morning show if we switch, start doing something in the mornings. I think I might start doing that. So I'm really excited for that. Just want to give a shout out to Phil because we're big fans, both of his music and his politics and his commentary. And so. his beautiful smile. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Phil, you're great. So uh, check that stuff out. I'm excited for that. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Hi, Rez. You want to shout anything out? Um, not trying to hijack your show, but thank you to Kevin something. Says some, shout out, hi, Rez. I Kevin Patrick. 
Thank you, brother. What does that say? Can you read me that? Shout out to High Res. Been a fan since the Ilcam days. The new 2 plus 2 equals 5 music video portrays everything wrong with our world today. Shout out to Rez and all the freedom fighters involved. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, well, that's it. Uh, thank you, Tim, for having me. And check out my brand new music video, 2 plus 2 equals 5. I'm humbled to be here and grateful to be here. We're doing pretty well with rappers as of late. I got to be honest. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not that crazy. Uh, I, I could I could bring some over, though, and uh, we could definitely make it more interesting. We saw, we saw the other day when we were going on the members only that R.A. the Rugged Man had interviewed Luke before and called him like a hero, hero heroic journalist or whatever. You know, he wasn't wrong, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just joking. My website is uh, LukeUncensored.com. I did a video today that's titled, titled uh, This Cycle in Life is Really Important. Uh, check it out. I'm doing my AMA on there tomorrow as well. And we just launched an exclusive shirt only available for members that I think people would really love uh, to get all that. Plus a lot more. Three master classes. Sign up to LukeUncensored.com because you do. That's why I'm here. Thanks for having me. I really would encourage people to check out two plus two equals five Thank you. that beats hot Thank i you. walked in and started dancing i was like damn i haven't danced to a song that tim was playing before a show in a long Thank time you, man. it was hot it was really good Thank you. who did the beat uh me and my homie ryan um yeah we i've been working with him since i'm 16 it's just me and one, one other dude it's like i got my wife and then i got my like kind of my music wife and dude, that's like ryan's that's got yeah me and rhythm, my homie ryan man, that dude's Thank you. Hot. so good job great to see you Thank again you. or first time and hopefully see you again soon brother be humble thank you what's up dog yeah, it was a good show. Thanks, man, for coming. Thank you for um, having me. If you get a chance, uh, maybe if I can, I don't know, we'll talk to Tim about it, but I can send you some beats as well. I've been making beats for a Absolutely. long time. Absolutely. Be cool. I would love it, man. I'm always yeah. open, man. Thank you. Right yeah, on. do it to it, man. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. All right. I'm well, See you guys later. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com in about 45 minutes to an hour. Join us, become a member, and we'll see you all then. Cheers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.